You know, if you listen to this show, you've heard me talk about one of my favorite superheroes, especially growing up watching the old WB, and that's Static Shock. You don't want to know why, this, why I like Static Shock as a character? Because it really did tackle social justice issues, but it was like legit old school good liberalism about, hey, be kind to your neighbors, respect people, you know, live and let live and all that stuff. And I really liked the story. It was the WB version. It wasn't the same as the comic book version. For those that aren't familiar, it's basically some kid who gets bullied into joining a gang he didn't want to join. He gets forced down to these docks where there's a gang war. And then long story short, there's a chemical explosion and all these gangbangers get superpowers and they're all basically villains. But he was this kid who didn't want to be there and was mixed up. He becomes a superhero. Well, in the latest rewrite for the series, it's now the most absurd storyline ever. He's attending a Black Lives Matter protest and the police fire tear gas at the crowd for like no reason. And the tear gas just instantly gives everybody superpowers. Welcome to the era of social justice in comic books. And I, I'm sorry, you know, like maybe we should have opened with some like very serious political commentary. Eh. But this, this, this is this is personal because I've talked about how much I really like Static Shock. So we we we, we, we we're gonna talk about this one. I'm gonna get all triggered. But uh, we got a bunch of other really ridiculous stories. We got uh, what was it? Amazon claimed that their logo looked too much like Hitler. Yes. And so they had to change it. And it was literally a cardboard box. Again, welcome to the social justice era of 2020. And apparently now Bill Burr is getting slammed because he called Gina Carano nice. They're claiming like it was this big defense of Gina Carano. It's like, okay, these people are so desperate for some kind of weird angle on all this stuff. We're going to get into it. And I figured the, 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 the cultural commentary stuff is probably better today anyway, because we got Ryan Long hanging out. And he's going to make fun of everybody. We do have Ryan Long in the building. So, with the Amazon logo uh, looking like Hitler, I don't know if you knew this, Tim, but originally Google, their original name for the site was Goobles. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I was that. like, where's yeah. he going where's with this? So, go? yeah. uh, he's already writing jokes. <laughs> oh, wonderful. They... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe so, they, they, they haven't banned you from just like every social media platform. And did you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but Social Justice, they wanted to change uh, Himmler in history books <laughs> to be Hurler. Oh, okay, oh, that makes okay. sense. I yes, can't afford that one. Yeah. When you're referring, you're referring. Did you, did you write so that we're one on, a long time, long time ago? No, <laughs> I'm off the dome, my friend. Off my non beanie dome. All right, off the and dome. And they've changed Himmler to Hurler. So Hurler. That's when you're, yeah, when you're talking about the Holocaust and don't question the numbers. Um, right. you, you you know about the uh, the Sokol squared hoax, right? Where they act, the what the Sokol squared hoax? No, where you had these these three academics basically took a chapter out of Mein Kampf. And then change the proper nouns to be like feminist. So like, <laughs> yeah. And it got submitted. Nazis give me girls. Well, no, but, but like it didn't say that. It said like the patriarchy is bad and here's why. And then they submitted it to a journal. And I think that that one got approved, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, those three. Actual. And Lindsay. Yeah. James. Lindsay. Oh, that yeah. was one of those that guys papers yeah. when yep. they were messing with. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to have to talk a whole lot about uh, the Amazon logo and the stupid world we live in. And I don't know. They might ban us, whatever, because we're talking about Amazon and the stupid things they've done. But uh, well, yeah, you were going on your rant about Mein Kampf. And before we started, <laughs> yeah, Tim goes, this episode is well, extra based. That's <laughs> a yes. quote. No, no, no. Hold 
hold on. There was an Australian publisher that banned Jordan Peterson's book, but not Mein Kampf. Yeah. Like, that's how stupid hey, yeah. everybody is. All right, but we'll, we'll say, okay. you got all these awesome jokes written down. No, I wrote the topics down that you told me to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, He's okay. Prepared. He's prepared. Well prepared. Yeah, well, you just, this was five seconds ago. I didn't come with these papers. I picked them up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I picked them up. It's like a picture of a cat. Well, you said eight things we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying we to, do, we do. Sure, we'll it's a very professional that. operation that it we is, have here. Yes. <laughs> Tim, where are we at on the Civil War? Because last time I came here, you said, you know, you remember you were like, the Civil War is happening. And then you told me, you go, I, what do you go? What are you going to do when the Civil War happens? And I go, well, maybe I'll go back to Canada. And you go, well, you won't be able to go back to Canada. And then you said, <laughs> now you can't go back to Canada. <laughs> and, and, I was like, of, yep. and a bunch of people stormed into the Capitol building. That's true. So, I, no, but I, I think... Is the Civil War still happening? Yeah, absolutely, man. I just think you, people assume Civil War means, like, two people in uniforms marching towards each other. Right now, you've got a call for a commission. Uh, they're calling it the 1-6 Commission to track down all of those responsible for inciting the insurrection. You've got uh, uh, an article today, NB, or I'm sorry, a couple days ago, NBC, saying Republican talk of secession has become serious, and academics are warning that this time it's for real. Texas just uh, introduced a bill that will allow Texas to secede from the union, and the GOP of Texas endorsed it. Yeah. So, look, I, I always say this. Maybe mm. it won't happen. Maybe it yeah. just But you have the bunker. Because right I did leave. Oh, yeah, like, we, I'm we, very susceptible. The same reason why I was talking to your crew, and they were like— Dude, you need to get your website more secure. And I was five seconds ago. I'm like, I need to hire a team. Like, I literally <laughs> left Tim's house before being like, I need a gun. I need a bunker. Yes. <laughs> he got me a jazzed up, dude. I was telling other people. <laughs> I went back yes. to New York. I'm telling people, I'm like, they're coming for us, man. What, do, what are they saying now after the, the, the storming of the Capitol? Who, what, who, who's saying like The now? people you were talking to, you're like, Tim was saying this stuff. Are they like, whoa, what's going on? Well, I think that uh, most people in New York probably his take where those guys were bad news and we're glad we got the orange guy out of the power, right? Yeah. But as far as whether but the still civil war is happening. Well, so it's it's fifth generational warfare. It's it's mm -hmm. information. It's propaganda. It's manipulation. But yeah. there is low tier violence across the country when, you know, look, there's just been more than one instance where. Like, like I was saying, people assume it's going to be people in uniforms marching towards each other. That's that's like 200 years ago. You know what I mean? We're not we're not that kind of people anyway. That's not what happens. So what happens when the civil like what what are examples of the things that they do? So this is Nuke actually, your bank accounts, delete you from yes, the Internet, like yes. that kind of stuff. Uh, strip you of resources. So like this is actually based on academic research that came out of UC San Diego, where they talked about how it will be removing people's ability to speak so that the political narratives are dominated by only one faction. And yeah. That, that way, political. The, so if the, if you have two factions, two parent factions that are fighting over control of a government and you strip one of the factions ability to communicate, then the only thing you, you basically isolate each individual so they can't form any kind of cohesive response. Yeah, it's so it, it perhaps, uh, you know, I would say war might might lead people to thinking like in the past. But there was a Princeton professor who said, we are in a cold civil war. And this guy's a Democrat. He's a lefty. I think, yeah, there's a couple different civil wars going or a couple different cold wars happening in unison, probably. It's right true. Now. So it's I, a war I, within a war within a war. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think gender you know, war. Yeah. Well, all this stuff is part of like the same idea. But again, I think the problem is when you have midwits, you know, what midwit is. Yes. When you have these people hear the phrase civil war, they're like smart enough to engage, but they're not smart enough to understand the future. Well, it's also and predict. There's also I probably an element of when you use those words to you get to dismiss the fact that it's happening the same way that they do with conspiracies. Right. Like even 
you know, it's always like, oh, Pete, they think that there's these pedophiles in the pizza shop or whatever, you know, and then people go all oh, these crazy and you're like, I mean, they've had nine pedophile conspiracies that have got uncovered recently. I mean, Epstein. It's, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. But that's what I mean, right? There's like, you know, that Epstein is what makes people kind of go crazy when they see this and they want answers and they don't get them. We'll get into all this. Yes. <laughs> this is a very long Let's introduction talk about, for you. Uh, so what? Okay, what, so let me let, let's do. We got we got to introduce wait, wait, the other people. Oh, it's I'd not, rather it's not just. I you. would rather <laughs> we not, not I'd rather talk about him. Ryan. <laughs> it is not your show. I'd rather talk it's about Ian's me. Show. Listen, <laughs> I, we got Ian. I'm we here got from New York. Ian's it's very here. busy right it's now. Saturday night. It's not Saturday. It's not Saturday. What? It's uh, Tuesday. Morning. Isn't Sunday morning. Okay, guys, we are here with my co-host Ian Crossland. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's if good you want to be a super here. chat, any questions for me or Ian? I just and- I want to talk about social justice infiltrating comics because I think oh, yeah. maybe Captain America was like social justice of the really? 40s. Yeah, it was all about fighting war Nazis propaganda. and war mm, propaganda. Yeah. Is that the history of comics altogether is, is just propaganda. Yeah, and, I, mean, um, I mean, everything is, right? Also, I'm excited to talk about the war within the war within the war. The Cold War, the, 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 the war for your mind and your soul that's mm-hmm. global, Chinese maybe, and the American government, the, the, the national Fight and then the soul, the soul, your own personal war against your neighbor, mm-hmm. whether or not you're Gina Carano, man. I mean, the, the I'm in a personal war against my the, neighbor. Listen, 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 the Gina Carano thing is a really good example of of this, you know, fifth generational warfare. It's not the biggest thing in the world. It's just a grain of sand in the heap. The bigger conflict is probably at law and stuff like that. But Gina Carano posted an image saying, "Don't demonize your neighbors." She didn't compare anybody to Republicans or to Jews or anything like that. And they just they just nuked her. So, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Let's 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 we'll, at Lydia's pressing buttons. Yeah, we got a script. This guy's yeah. ready yeah, yeah, to go we do off. Have a script. He's super ready. I don't want to get in Ryan's way. I'm afraid I will get run over. But I'm here in the corner pushing buttons. You work well. for me now, Lydia. Yeah, that's true. I do. I have a new boss, uh, same as the old boss. It turns oh, out. <laughs> I have a super chat from one of our people, uh, Tim. How many times have you said the gamer word? The gamer gate. Gate. Gamer gate. Uh, Google gamer word and. Uh, gamer word. <laughs> oh, 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 are you talking about PewDiePie? No. <laughs> You're trying to get us in trouble. You know. Okay. Ryan. All right. All right. Okay. 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 <laughs> Ladies and We're gentlemen. All canceled. Like I'll just tell you. Minutes. I'll just tell you what. I'll just tell you what. Go to timcast.com. Become a member because I can only imagine what's going to happen when we do the exclusive. You know, behind the paywall segment where yeah. Ryan can say whatever he, he wants. Now. <laughs> He's going to get us banned from everything, even though it's behind the paywall. It's just, All it's, the gamer it's words. That. <laughs> no. Ryan. There's more than one. The gamer words. We're going to find all out. Right, all right, all right, all right. Let's, 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 let's. I got to read this okay. story. All right. This yeah. one, this one is, is near and dear to my heart. Yes. When I saw the story, I was like, I don't want to talk about comics. And then I, I read it and I was like, oh, <gasps> got to talk about how it. How dare they? <laughs> Bounding into comics says DC Comics Retcon sees static receive powers during Black Lives Matter protest. Okay, first, I was just like, all right, well, you know, it's a modern retelling of a comic book story. Black Lives Matter can be relevant to this. And then I read the the the, the panels they included, <gasps> and I'm just like, this is really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> so uh, oh, I don't know if I need to necessarily read the... Uh, I'll, just read, I'll read a little bit. They say, a recent retcon to the origin story of the DC comic superhero Static. Real identity Virgil Hawkins has changed the inciting incident that grants him superpowers from a gang war to a Black Lives Matter protest. Okay, there is so much wrong with this. I'll, I'll need to actually read the comic to give you a better breakdown. But let me just explain something. In the original, in the original comic, he's basically, he's a good kid, but he's being bullied. He gets a gun and he shows up at this gang war and he wants to take out his bully. He wants to kill his bully. But he decides he can't do it. He starts crying and he throws the gun into the water. But then the police, seeing a gang war, you know, people are trying to kill each other, fire an experimental tear gas, which 
cause some crazy reaction. They call it the Big Bang. And then all of a sudden, all these gangbangers get superpowers. Well, guess what? These are not good people, right? Turns out they become supervillains. But this kid who was down there, who actually was an okay kid, just mixed up in some bad stuff, ends up becoming a hero. In the in the more in, in the later version, the the more recent version, I, they're still all, all still pretty old. The WB cartoon Static Shock. He basically gets pressured into joining a gang he doesn't want to join. So I thought that was a really awesome way to deal with issues that I know exactly what that was like growing on the growing up on the south side of Chicago. I knew people who were surrounded by people in gangs who were like, "Are you joining or not? You have you know you have to join. You live in our area." And they it's, it's called veed. You get veed in. You get violated. Hmm. And so what they do is they would beat the crap out of these kids who are like fourteen or fifteen, force them to join gangs. One dude went to prison because what they want to do is they want to get a minor. Give them a gun and say, go and kill our enemies because you'll get out in four years because they can't hold you until you're 18. So when I saw this show, I was like, wow, that's that's clever, right? It actually gets to, you know, like real issues that I think affect young people. They don't want to get mixed up in this stuff. It addressed social justice issues in a really cool way. And it actually told an interesting story. There's a chemical explosion. The people who are there happen to be mostly gangbangers, mostly become supervillains. Now this kid who gets mixed up in it. He's like, I didn't want to be here in the first place. I'm going to do good. I'm going to try and be better. My question now is, in the in the new version, they're all at a Black Lives Matter protest, right? Mm. And for no reason, the police start shooting them with tear gas. So in this comic, the cop says, you know, who do they think they are? Turn around and get back to school or be arrested for truancy. And then someone yells, stop killing innocent people and we will. Someone holding a sign that says she was sleeping. Fine, then. Let them fly, says the cop, as they start shooting this tear gas at the crowd. Almost instantly, one dude's skin starts melting off, and the cop is like, is that kid's face melting? And then all of a sudden, they all have superpowers. So, like, this is the story. The cops fire tear gas at a random group of Black Lives Matter protesters. They all get superpowers. I got a, I got a question about this. Where do the villains come from? Well, I guess that'd be the police in this scenario. Yeah. Sting, Copeland, all of them. Well, no, I, I mean, <laughs> yes, they, are, they, they, are, they are portraying the cops as the bad guys. But it's gotta what, be, right? No, no, but what I mean is the cops in the, in the uh, comic are all wearing gas masks. In the original version, it was gangbangers getting gassed. Yeah. And so naturally, many of these people are not good people become villains. Well, what do they say? Where do they say the villains do come I, from? I don't know. It just, it just says he's like, it's I got totally powers. Incomplete. But hold on. Here's the funny thing. He says, here, here's what it says. He goes, uh, uh. I don't I don't know what the, the first panel is. It's just him waking up saying, which made me stronger, stronger than I could ever imagine. Then electricity burst from his eyes. Now I could get revenge on all the bullies who picked on me, who pick on everybody. But it turns out they have powers, too. And it's three white dudes. And it's like blonde hair. Blue guy, and they're bullies. Yeah, One guy's like shirts ripping. He's all ripped. One guy's fist is on fire. Were they at the protest, and, too? And I'm just like, essentially three Biff from uh, Back to the Future. Yes, yes, exactly. But does this mean they were also protesting for Black Lives Matter? Yeah, why like, were they there? Or because like, they weren't be there like protesting against it. Like, <laughs> oh, but yeah, maybe, maybe that's yeah. it. They were there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, what they, they needed? They needed Antifa there. They were also violent yeah. protesters that then became villains. But instead, they they framed the cops. They had all the, bullies. Lives matters. On all this bullies. Shirt, lives yeah. matter. Yeah. I wonder if like the angle they're going for is that the bullies are bad guys and they're like, we're gonna rob this bank. And then he's like, you were at the Black Lives Matter protest, too, but you're a villain. Well, well, hold on. We may be villains, but we all agree Black Lives Matter. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's just implied. <laughs> right, right. So that's the angle they're going for. Well, of course the villains were there. Even the villains agree. Yeah, it's almost like they chose this uh, topic, but it was so sensitive that they had to sort of uh, illogically decide kind of the rest of the plot line. I just, I, I'm it's just. A train wreck. <clears throat> I should have I expected that, you know, this is the angle they would go. But it really does feel like cheap. I'm not trying to be mean to Black Lives Matter or anything. I mean, you know, we, we've talked about them quite a bit. I've been critical of, over, over the riots. 
But like you, one of the biggest problems with Star Wars latest iterations and like Captain Marvel and a lot of these new comics is that it's just really cheap writing. It's like, not clever. It's not good. It's not interesting. It's just really obvious. Like it's a dude sitting there with his eyes half closed and he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He's a Black Lives Matter protest or something. Just write it down and sell it. Whatever. You know, like it used to be that whenever you're getting propaganda, period, the hope is that it's good enough that you'll take your propaganda. Like I'll be watching certain shows and you can kind of tell when it's really getting into that stuff and they're trying to sell you something. You go, okay. And then there's another one where the show sucks and you're like, hey, there's 12 characters and 11 of them are gay. And you're like, <laughs> this isn't good enough for how much you're shoving this down my exactly. face. So I think That's the problem exactly is, it. yeah, it's it's like anything in any art or songs, you oh, know, dude. anything you're listening to. It's like you get to give me a teaspoon of propaganda per good amount of entertainment. Yep. Right, right. And right. then there's I think ratio. that they are tipping the scales where the, the propaganda levels are out of the out of the ballpark. I bet I mean, like even so, I, I bet the the argument from the left will be the original static shot cartoon was very much social justice. But it was the like the liberal kind. I mean, I mean, like philosophically liberal. Where it was just, hey, man, don't be mean to somebody for no reason. Don't be racist. Now it's just like, this just seems like, what do they call it? Um, they call it rainbow washing when you just mm-hmm. make something, you know, LGBTQ to sell a product. It's kind of like it's social justice wash. And they're like, oh, that that's cheap. static. So it just well, I think there's probably matter. so much logistical things, too. It's the same thing that happened with, you know, recently we were talking about even this is on Amazon. But I'm sure you guys cover like potato and all that stuff. But it's like they basically were like, oh, there's an easy way to kind of get clicks. And this your new advertising campaign comes in and they go, yo, all you have to do is this. But then now even on that side, they go, hey, you didn't do it right. And then the other side gets mad at them. So I think in a lot of ways, the the like easy bucks to be made off social justice are becoming harder and harder. So, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, They're like, Oh, like, we'll, we'll do this. Everyone will like got, it. You got extra, extra virgin olive oil. You got extra virgin <laughs> olive oil and you got virgin and you got olive oil. And yeah. so it's like the very last drop being <laughs> Yeah, they're trying out to of- squeeze out the last drop of money that you can get from, you know, saying you've got the right opinions. So I think when you do this, it's like, I think that you probably end up making a lot of decisions and choices based on, things other than what makes sense for your plot probably have you guys seen the new craft movie no it's called the craft right no i think you've talked about yeah Yeah. the witches yeah the witches (laughs) bro if you want material you should watch the craft yeah i'm progressive i only support male witches because i think that well you'll love it because there's one in the movie (laughs) yeah of course they they basically (laughs) i'm a spoiler alert for anybody who plans on seeing this movie they there's a bully and they cast a spell to turn him gay i guess i think that's what happens and then he gets murdered for being gay. Or they didn't cast oh a spell, and he's like, it was a spell. I, you know, his <laughs> no, girlfriend's no, like, like, what happened? These freaking witches, man. <laughs> no, Why like, are you blowing a dude? I'm, <laughs> have you heard of witches? <laughs> <laughs> now everybody who's listening will have a clever excuse if they ever need to use them. <laughs> that no, was, no, but... Ah, uh, witches. But, <laughs> Dad, it was the freaking... Didn't you see the witches? <laughs> it was a spell. It's fine. <laughs> he gets killed. killed. <laughs> but his dad's a witch. Yeah. His dad's a male witch. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, anyway, the witch is like break into his house and then like they steal some of his, you know, man, uh, 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 what, what, what should I call it? Reproductive fluids and then cast nice. a spell on him to make him nice. And then he like becomes a gay, I guess. So then his dad has to kill him or something. The whole movie, it's not a movie. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Your dad does have to kill you. I mean, I mean, it yeah, goes without saying. Yeah. The, out, movie yeah. is, the movie is basically just like a, a woke PSA. 
and I'm watching it like waiting for a story to happen. Uh-huh. It's not there. Yeah. But I mentioned that, but there's also... Another- I was watching waiting for the gay sex scene and it never came either. <laughs> so both of us were disappointed. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so you're disappointed for other reasons. There's another movie called Spiral. And this one is... Oh, man. We, I think we talked about this in one of the Timcast segments. So you know what Shudder is? Shudder, like S-H-U-D-D-R. It's a, it's a, uh, a sub- subscription service for horror shows oh, and yeah. movies. No. I love horror. I love horror. It's like my favorite genre. I love, you know, the, uh, what, what is that? What is that movie with Nicole Kidman? The Others? Yeah, I think so. That movie's awesome. Yeah. That movie's great. And I love old 80s movies. I just watched The Stuff. Have you ever seen it? Mm-mm. No. It's where people start eating trash out of the ground. But then it turns out it's like, you know, a lot of funks. It's what? <laughs> yeah, They're eating funks. people? Yeah, trash. Oh, so, so there's, Shudder has this film called Spiral. And it starts with an interracial gay couple who have a, a daughter Strong and they, they, they move to a new town. No, I'm fine. I don't, I don't care about that. I don't, I don't care about static being in a Black Lives Matter protest. I care about the story making sense. Well, how are you going to have super villains if, like, how are the bullies, were they at the Black Lives Matter protest? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I guess, right? So anyway, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, I didn't, I didn't really think twice about the interracial gay couple being, you know, the characters. I was just like, it's 2020, man. You know, I was like, whatever. But then... Very early on, you get a glimpse of what the movie is. I'm just going to spoil the whole movie for everybody. If you're a subscriber to Shudder, well, you know, too bad. Witches. Witches. Yeah. It turns out Witches again. there are immortal white people who explain that they choose minority and marginalized families on purpose to frame for murders so that they can sacrifice them for immortality. And then in the end, the bad guy's like, there will always be people to fear. And no one will ever believe you. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, dude. Like, like you said, you can give me a teaspoon yeah. of propaganda for every, you know, every cup of entertainment I get. That was the whole thing was propaganda. I liked, uh, the 100. I like, I honestly thought that show was kind of good, but by the end, they, so everyone's a lesbian, right? There's one of those yeah. shows where like all the, all the, everyone, all the leaders are women and they're all lesbians and all of the women are the best fighters. And it's sort of like a sci-fi thing, but then they give the backstory and they just came on a spaceship and there's like, they don't give you any logistical reason why in this world, the women, like it's not, oh, they're like Amazonian women. It's just like normal women. And for some reason, the women are better fighters than guys. They don't explain. And you go, okay, whatever. Yeah. You just have to be like, I, wa- I, I watched the- these fight scenes better be sweet, dude. Mm-hmm. I watched a really good, there's a video explaining why Captain America and Captain Marvel <clears throat> are like totally different. Like Captain America's good. Everyone loves it. Captain Marvel, like people kind of like groaned at it and yeah. some people kind of just accepted it. And they explain that one of the issues is, you know, like early on in Captain America, they explain to you, Steve Rogers, Captain America, he's a weak guy. He's weak, but he's willing to stand up. He's a scrawny dude getting beat up outside of a theater. And it establishes. Yeah, they have to give you that. Like, establish your world. I'll believe your world. But you just have to give me an explanation. Even if the explanation is stupid, they go, oh, he stepped in a puddle. They gave him this. You go, okay. Like, you just. Right. right otherwise, right. you go. I, it doesn't make sense well, but, in your context. But in this, in, in this context, what they're basically saying is, you know who Steve Rogers is. He's not the strongest guy, but he's willing to stand up and defend himself no matter what. With And then he eventually gets superpowers. And then you see this guy of really good moral character who wants to protect people. It's consistent. Now is powerful and says, I'm going to do the right thing. Whereas Captain Marvel is, she's always strong. She's always been the best. 
and the man, like, there's a guy. <laughs> yeah, there's no, they've completely uh, removed themselves from any hero's journey. They're, all right. of these, like, woman power movies basically became Steven Seagal movies where there's no adversity. <laughs> like, they start out and she's just, like, oh, ready to kick some ass. And then she goes, beats up everyone. And then, you know, yeah, it's like, there's, <laughs> there's, there's no even point where she wasn't going to potentially make it. This is, the, this is the, the problem, I guess, with, modern the modern version of i guess gen z storytelling it's probably millennials who are writing these comics but think about this if if you've got let's take a look at the black lives matter narrative right that they're doing a comic where they're like telling the cops you're killing innocent people well that's a gross oversimplification of what's happening the cops are immediately the bad guys who fire on them for no reason in captain marvel she's actually the bad guy in in the beginning in of the movie some guy in a motorcycle tells her to smile so she steals his clothes and his motorcycle and yeah. presumably just leaves him like nude in a parking lot. Wow. Yeah, that's like w- when that happened, I was kind of like, dude, I don't want to root for this character. Some guy made a snide comment. So well, she robbed the him. The reason for it, like I, I find this even when mm. I'm writing stuff and especially when I was like doing more traditional stuff, there is this thing of like, you're not supposed to say this about this person. You're not supposed to say this about this. But like, so if you're going to make people protagonists, they need, you know, bad qualities and good qualities. But there's this sort of thing, like, if you're going to write a woman, they're like, oh, we'll make her shitty. And you're like, well, you can't make women bad. Like, that's bad for women. We're just going to make a ki- woman character. And like, yeah, well, here's our hero. She's like, can't critically think. Uh, <laughs> you know, and no, you're like, what do you mean? You can't make, we need strong women characters with no flaws. Well, that's, that, like, well, well, that's not really a good story that there's no flaws. Think about, do you see what happened with Wimmicks in the other day? No, but how about that for, uh, that's how I get my superpowers is I'm at the women's march when some, <laughs> yes, when, I love it. Yes. Yeah, and then the police yes. fire tear gas at them. <laughs> yeah. So, for no reason. Police fire tear gas at the women, but it didn't, I didn't need well, to, it turns out they, well, they thought they fired tear gas. Turns out they were just already crying. Because oh my gosh. <laughs> the whole women and, thing. And, and it was their, it was their love for the fellow man that granted them superpowers. It, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. No, no, yeah. well, so, so I'll tell you the one last thing that this is a joke, but I said that right. at, how, what happens at the women's march is they all march from one side of the city and halfway through they forget something and go back uh-huh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's right. and that's it they, get superpowers. <laughs> yeah. they all forget something and at the end it was their superpowers and i donated money to the women's march i hope they find a cure no kidding. okay oh my gosh. all right wait, wait. so so did you see that do you see you see the Wimixin thing with twi- with twitch <clears throat> no tell me about this you twitch see? put out a video where they were like we we want all Wimixin to be supported. Oh oh yeah yeah no of course yeah. and the left got really mad. It was like yeah they the, got the, fired up and then they had issued an apology being like our bad. <laughs> yeah we didn't realize that you know calling you Wimixin we thought it was inclusive. You're, so, you're making this very hard to pander to you right now. Know, right? <laughs> no but think about that. Think about they're like okay we're gonna make a movie. We want to get feminists and women to come watch. So let's do the hero's journey. And they're going through the script and they're like let's make it very much like Captain America. Everyone loved that one. Well. We can't make her weak. Correct. Like, yeah. like Steve Rogers was a scrawny, weak guy in the beginning. Okay, well, we'll just have her be strong. But how do we then establish her journey? Amnesia. She's always strong, but she has amnesia. So <laughs> that's what they did. That's the movie. That's the movie. And then they do this thing where they're like, okay, what's her conflict? Her the, Achilles the men, heel $5,000 purses. I yes. think that's, the only, that's no, her no, kryptonite. No, no, no. The men keep telling her to control her emotions. Oh, I'm not kidding. That's the movie. She's always strong. She gets amnesia. And then the guy says, you're too emotional. And at the end, she like uses her emotions and says something like, I can do whatever I want, I guess. But so the point I'm making is they could not make a flawed female character out of fear that they'll get ripped apart by the woke left like 
look, you say Wimixen thinking you're pandering to them and you're actually insulting them. There's no right way to address it. I this. think the trans people got kind of fired up about that one, too. They did. Understandable. Well, well Count Dankula had probably the best response. He said, imagine fighting your whole life to transition and to be considered a woman. And then these woke corporations just come out and tell you you're not like, and yeah. then all these woke yeah. leftists were like, Dankula redemption arc. And he's like, no, I've always felt that way. Like, stop yeah. acting like it's a different opinion. But then he did show the second video of his dog. Uh, <laughs> so, the Black Lives Matter one? Yeah, it, was, it was worse than that the was, <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's jump to the next segment where we can talk about the ramifications of social justice stuff. Yeah. And this will be, probably be a, a little bit more outside your wheelhouse, but I'm sure you'll still be able to make fun of them, Ryan. <laughs> so, so over in Virginia, the, the new law banning police from pulling over Virginia drivers solely for certain car safety violations. Officers can also not stop people if they smell marijuana. So in Virginia, they passed new legislation taking effect Monday. So I believe I believe it. What, it's, it's, already, it's already taken effect. Yeah, I think so. Will make it harder for authorities in Virginia to pull over drivers. Sev- several minor infractions, while still illegal, can no longer be the primary reason police stop you while you're driving. These include certain defective equipment, Objects dangling from your rearview mirror, loud exhaust, tinted windows, and smelling marijuana, to name a few. An expired inspection or registration sticker can only get you pulled over. However, it has to be at least four months late. The legislation lists more changes uh, here. Maybe we can pull these up and see what they got going on. Social justice advocates say this is a win. I think it's a first step. It's a huge first step, said Brad Haywood, founder and executive director of Justice Forward Virginia. Haywood said these violations have long been used to stop people for drug investigations and disproportionately target people of color. Well, I think it's 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 I'm not going to read this whole law. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of crazy stuff in it. I do think it's kind of absurd. The cops can't pull people over now because the, the original proposal was it was like Black Lives Matter protesters were saying they just pull over people of color and they use it as excuses. I think cops use things as excuses. I've had cops pull me over. I had a cop pull me over once. And as soon as like I roll the window down. I put my, you know, my keys and wallet on top of the dash. I put my hands on the steering wheel. I turn the radio off. He walks up. And the first thing the cop does is go, excuse me. Oh, whoa. You, I smell marijuana. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Excuse yeah, me? that's my cologne. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm, no, I, 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 I just got off work. I was wearing my work jumpsuit from O'Hare. And I worked a double shift. My car was full of Taco Bell wrappers, which is maybe why he thought he could get Probably. away with accusing me of smoking pot. <laughs> Pussy and, magnet, you. And oh, totally. The whole, no, you don't. You don't understand. When I mean full, I mean like Literally the ground full. and the chair was a mound of Taco His Bell car wrappers. Car is a moving nice. crash. That, you were that Dude, guy. Yes, yeah. was a I was like nineteen. No, but he pulled me over and he and he, and he was like, Sniz I smell magnet. pot, and I was like, I don't smoke. And he's like, out of the car. I got cuffed. They searched my vehicle and tried planting pot in my car. Hmm. Yeah, no joke. So I see stuff like this, and I'm like, I understand. But it's also kind of crazy that someone could literally be smoking pot and the cop can't pull them over. Well, if it's they like, see it, I think they still can, right? I guess, it, yeah, it's as if they smell marijuana. But I mean, come on, if like, I, 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 grew, I grew up in Chicago, people smoked pot all the time. And they, what, what do they call it? Clam bake or hot boxing? Depends hot boxing. On, yeah. A little bit of both. It depends yeah. on where you're from in the country. <laughs> Clam bake or hot boxing we is when they close all the windows yeah. and then just the whole thing gets fogged up. Yes, like it a sauna. is. And I'm like, okay, so the cop can't see anything. It's just smoke, right? So when they open it, he says, I saw smoke. They'll be like, well, what kind of smoke was it? Well, they can probably bust you if you're there and they walk up to the window now. They just can't stop you. So if, but when is a cop going to smell it driving as you drive by? That's probably not very common. I, right? that, it can happen, bro. You've never yeah. driven past a car and you're oh. like, whoa, <laughs> those guys are going at it. Dude, uh, dude, you can see people driving in the smoke coming out of you their can definitely windows. see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 but the, the bigger picture here is 
are we getting to the point where the sensitivities over the social justice stuff are getting to the point where like a cop can't pull someone over for literally breaking the law? It's obviously when you go to the extremes at any of these things, I always used to say like in comedy, because essentially there's like a war on noticing things, you know, like, because it's, <laughs> yeah, you know, a, good point. a big thing that you don't talk about is like, oh, you know, women kind of do this more, guys kind of do this more. And you go, oh, it's interesting that black guys kind of do this or like, you know, whatever it is, like that's base level, but noticing things that and then kind of that's funny right pattern discernment yeah literal yeah literally so you're, you're noticing admit, patterns in your brain right and there, you're admitting to being a bigot yeah it? exactly right so yeah <laughs> there's there's a war it's a war on noticing things where you go they, but war. but it's it's so manufactured and it's so fake and so this is what happens when it gets these things get taken to their extreme but i agree with you that the cops do do all that stuff put it this way i used to have really long hair like this guy and i sh- i sh- i cut my hair and I've never been pulled over since I cut my hair. And when I had long <laughs> so hair like him, funny. dude, when I had long mm. hair like him, twice at the airport, I was searched, my entire bag searched. I was pulled over for no reason lots of different times. And since I've cut my hair 10 years ago, never happened again. So, you know, they're one, of course they do. And I've had cops do all sorts of crazy stuff. But this, this is crazy. Let me read this. There's a quote. Why should they be allowed to investigate people based on hunches when they have no evidence? Why don't we expect them to actually get probable cause for drug possession or gun possession before they pull a car over, Hayward said. I read that and I'm like, that's kind of like oxymoronic. A hunch, that's what probable cause is. Like a reasonable, you know, I like a, you reasonable have a reasonable, yeah, no, well, suspicion. probable cause is that you have a reasonable suspicion that someone is doing something. That'd be a hunch. Right. Sounds like a hunch. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things like a everything else. One. Yeah. <laughs> where Tim, you go, most people for a lot of the problems, we'd go, do you think it's bad that, you know, there's these bad cops pulling people over and you go, yeah. And I think most people go, that's a problem. And you go, what's the solution? They go, cops can't pull anyone else over. And you go, oh, no, that's not what <laughs> that's, I was. That's totally reasonable. Yeah, I, I wasn't <laughs> saying that. And you're like, road pops for the boys, <laughs> yeah. dude. You know, dude crack, exactly the, crack a pack of Modrys because right. the boys are I, rocking out on the way to the cottage. I, I, I think, you know. I would, we need a visual representation of this idea where it's like exactly what you said. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of bad that like, what, what is a statistic? Like, you know, one in a certain number of cops will do something. De- defund all police, abolish all the cops. You know what I mean? It's always the logical extreme of, okay, we don't want this. And I, I think so many things like with the censorship and everything, it's the same problem. You go, most people of me and you were having a conversation where they go, that was kind of mean what that guy did, you know? And we go, yeah, that was, you know, what was that guy doing at this party calling that girl this or whatever, right? Right. And then, you. yeah. And then, and then he's like, I agree. And then the next day you found out he's like petitioning for laws that it's illegal to be mean at the party. And you go, well, that's not right. You know, people want to legislate their, what they consider their morality. You know what I mean? It's like people want the government to be legislating their moral principles. And I think that's kind of. We don't they, all have the same moral principles. Right, right, right. So this actually happened in Lansing. This is, um, I'm assuming this is Michigan, right? Yeah, I think so. They, they passed something similar. They say new guidelines. Lansing police won't, won't stop drivers solely for minor infractions. They say the new guidelines are consistent with the department's goal of protecting citizens' rights while eliminating any aspect inferred or otherwise of bias-based traffic policing practices. So, so let me get this straight. You've got this happening in Michigan. You got it in Virginia. They're saying cops can't pull you over if your license plate is expired. All right. That's 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 kind of a problem. I mean, you, you register your car for a reason. You're paying taxes. You're contributing. So the issue I have here. Well, I, I'm, I wonder if the libertarians are all cheering. There's also like, a, good. I am deep down. I am for sure. <laughs> but there's also the other element of making, you know, the most aggressive laws to force you into that position where you go, well, I don't know. Like you're all of a right. sudden pro cop. Yep. And then they go, look at this guy. He's like Blue Lives Matter, dude. And they kind of. <laughs> 
It's like they pick these extreme positions that everyone's like, I mean, that's a little crazy. And you're like, what? You know, they so, do it with, it's like with all the issues. The issue now is basically all they're really saying is you don't have to get your license plate renewed for four months. For four months. So that's actually kind of fine, I guess. You get a four month buffer. Then what's the point of putting the sticker on your plate? Why bother going and getting a renewal if you know you can't get in trouble for it? You can't get pulled over right. for it. Could be like a COVID, like we're not going to make just like a little buffer that in case people can't afford to get their yeah, license renewed but or see, something. See, the, the point is cops are supposed to just give you a warning. So, well, not supposed to, but I think, I think they should be supposed to. So sure. when, when my plate expired on my, on my car when I was like 19, the one full of Taco Bell wrappers, <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. I got pulled over. The clam magnet. Yeah, yeah, totally, dude. You have no idea. When those ladies saw the Taco Bell, they were like, oh, ooh, is that Taco Bell? <laughs> no, no. They were like, I'm about to unwrap my taco. The amount of wrappers in your car must be clearly $10,000 worth of Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, this guy's balling, well, dude. Yeah. Oh, this guy I don't owns need the rims. Taco Bell yeah. I, rims. I got the wrappers from Taco Bell. No, but are I, you Tim Bell? <laughs> when, I, when I got pulled over, the cop walked up to the car and he said, uh, your plates are expired. And I was like, ah, oh, real. I was like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I was like, I just, just got the car. I, I have no idea how this works. And he went, no problem. Just go get it fixed. Dude, I've had have nine nice burritos today. I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> I was like, officer, oh, I ate too much Taco Bell. It's coming. No, no, no. He was just, he just walked up and he was like, get it updated. And I was like, yeah. All right. Thanks, man. And then I got pulled over again, like a week later. And the same thing happened. Cop walked up and he goes, you know, license, insurance. And he goes, your, uh, your license plate's expired. And I said straight up, I was like, I, yeah, man, I just had a warning from a cop and, you know, he told me to get registered. So I went to the thing. I got it filled out. I guess it's coming soon. And he went, okay, have a nice day. I suppose that's the kind of story where you hear these progressive leftists being like, when I got pulled over for an expired plate, they gave me a warning. Or My when privilege. I was going 120 in a 35 school zone, they gave me a slap on the wrist. Speeding is different. Yeah. yeah. They're like, I killed a guy and I, no one even knows yet. When a black guy does it, you go, what? You killed <laughs> no a guy? No one even knows. Like if, if you get pulled over for speeding and your license is expired, then you're in trouble. License in my plate. opinion. Yeah, yeah. If your license plate's expired. But if you just are, the speeding is, is dangerous. Speeding can kill people. That's. I think you should always, you know, the cops should be very diligent about pulling I'll, over people for speeding. So I think, like, I don't know, you made the point really well. It's, you, you say, hey, isn't it kind of bad that sometimes cops pull people over for BS reasons? You're right. No, no cops shouldn't be allowed to pull anyone over. That's like a really extreme, crazy thing. But the, the, the issue I have with a lot of these stories from a scientific perspective is when, like, lived experience is not science, you know? Did, were you following the Smith College thing that happened recently? Will Smith went to college. Went yeah, back Will to Smith college. went back to James Franco <laughs> style. It's, it's back a, it's to college. They're, they're rebooting back Open to school marriage. with Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> it's with Will Smith this time. No, no, no. Uh, so there's a school where there was this black woman and she was in an unauthorized area of the university eating. So the janitor was told if anybody goes in there, just call the security. Security got called. They went there and they asked her. She, the cop was just like, you know, what's going on? And she was like, I'm eating. And she's like shaking and filming him. And it was like, oh, OK, you know, sorry to bother you. We just, you know, not, we weren't supposed to have anybody in here, but you, it's fine if you're here. And then she claimed it was this big, like super racist moment. Yeah. So The New York Times wrote an article saying it was a moment when her lived personal truth was at clash with the facts. The New York Times mm -hmm. actually wrote that. So the problem I have is how do we know, you know, if like someone's when someone says I get pulled over for no reason. So, like, the difficult thing is, 
there's no control, right? We can't send one car down a rope, the same cop. No. And then with like, with like an Asian driver and then a black driver and then a white driver and then see which one gets pulled over. And there's there's multiple factors. Like some girls think that I'm like, you know, if I'm talking like an Asian girl (laughs) or whatever and she's like, oh, you're being mean to me because I'm Asian and I'm actually just being mean to her because she's a woman. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. (laughs) You never really know, right? You're just trying to find ways to be offensive and no matter what point you make, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You're like, let let me offend as many people as possible on this show. Uh, You have to understand when I did uh, say that I meant Womexen. Womexen. <laughs> I'm wondering I'm, if the X is pronounced yeah, like a Y. I think it's pronounced XXXN. Oh uh, my gosh, even X. worse. So they so XN, which is uh, Hunter Hearst Helms. Or, or no, that's uh, Triple yeah, H. Triple okay, H. Stop it. Get out of here. They say it's pronounced. Um, the X is uh, pronounced. Uh, you're supposed to. It's the two arms, and uh, there's a suck it under. That's the under context. Oh, right, that's right. a subtext. I don't want you to know that. Well, well apparently the X, word. That's yeah. the X factor. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. word's yeah. offensive to everybody. Yeah. So everybody's offended by it. But no, you can't. Like if you're, everyone's had those experiences, and you go, and it kind of goes to why. I mean, I, I was saying the other day that like there's a lot of people that they're Fox News when it uh, agrees with them, and they're they're CNN when it doesn't. Like for example, if you say someone will go, okay, that different racial groups have different crime more, right? And they'll be like, obviously that's because of the system. And you go, okay, well, well then why do guys go to jail less than women? And they go, well, that's because women are less violent. And you go, right, right, right. You're le- you legitimately switch between being Fox News and CNN right. based on whether it's the group that you care about. Because guys are more violent. Yeah, well, exactly, right? I mean, and you go, obviously a lot of these things are a mix of, they're all multivariable things, but nuance is difficult and takes a lot of energy and oh, it's, it's not very too. good for activism. It's not allowed. Yeah, it's like there, there, there's le- like legit scientific conversations are very, very hard to have on YouTube because they'll try and get you banned for talking about actual scientific studies. They'll argue the studies themselves were fake or bigoted or paid off. And it's like, so which one, which paid off study do you pick? I guess like, yeah, it's all political. I kind way. of have that I, that same mentality sometimes when it's like, oh, you can't talk about this because you're a man or whatever, or whatever it is. And I go, all right, give me a list of things that I'm not allowed to talk about. And let's avoid those subjects because I'm not about to hear you like just listen to you speak and be like, yeah. zip it up. That's basically what they do. Yeah. You go, oh, you're not allowed to talk on this one. It's like, I guess let's move on then because that doesn't sound very interesting it. to me. Let's, let, let, let's, let's jump to the story about, uh, about Amazon and, oh and, and gosh, cancel culture. Yes. And, uh, my friends, uh, thank you for tuning in to the show tonight. And I'm pretty sure this segment is going to get us in trouble oh boy. because the internet is stupid. It's very, very stupid. And just take a look at this story from the New York Post. Amazon tweaks app icon after comparisons made to Hitler. What psychotic person? Not, uh, hold on. Hold on. I'm not saying the people who thought this bo- cardboard box with tape on it looked like Hitler are psychotic. I'm saying the person who worked at Amazon saw someone complaining that your box looks like Hitler. So they immediately rushed to the graphic department and said, quick, change it, change it. That person's a psychopath. Yes. They should have been like, when crackpots on the internet start screaming that the moon is made of cheese, we don't entertain them <laughs> and write books about it and make sure they get it. We say, can we get a picture up. of it? Of the, uh, of the, yeah, can we get a picture? Oh of yeah, the thing? it's up right now. Okay, you, hold on. you just can't see it. You want to see it? Yeah, yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It kind of does look like Hitler. It. You just got to pull up on your phone. I can't spin it. Nope, nope. It's we, the hair. We, we're looking. That? Yeah, yeah, there's a look. Oh, because I thought I, to me that looks like Michael Jordan when he had the Hitler mustache. That's who like I Michael picture. Jordan had a Hitler mustache. You guys don't remember that? No. <laughs> I, 
I know oh, you vaguely, think I'm yeah. joking because I've been saying kind a lot of, of fake yeah. things this episode, <laughs> but Michael Jordan, he, he did a whole commercial campaign and everyone's like, why do you have a Hitler mustache? Oh my gosh. Yeah, Good. it was like a thin mustache. What? Oh, he's... No, you're thinking of when he had the lip, like the cool black guy, oh. like where it's just no, like the no, tiniest no, no. line of hair. Mm-hmm. No, he's, no. He's just like right in the middle. <laughs> dude. Oh, wow. He was just like, fuck, you know, screw it. I can bring it back, dude. I'm Michael Jordan. <laughs> and if anyone could... <laughs> All right, well, check check us out. (laughs) I see Michael Jordan, but... So the New York York Post writes, Amazon has changed its new smartphone app logo after critics said the earlier incarnation was a dead ringer for Adolf Hitler. A dead ringer? A dead ringer. Wow. A dead ringer. No joke. They literally did. Look at this. One guy, let me, let me see if I can pull the I'm trying thing. not to make a few different jokes right now, too. Yeah. Keep it in, Ryan. Okay, okay, wait, 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 look. So, Alex, Alex <laughs> you Hearn. You get me going on the... <laughs> no, Al- Alex, check it out. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Alex Hearn is a UK tech editor for The Guardian. And he tweeted, LMAO, I completely missed that Amazon quietly tweaked its new icon to make it look less like Hitler. And then some responded, well, I mean, to see Hitler's mustache in a ripped scotch tape, one must really think of Hitler all the time, because I still don't see all that resemblance. The internet internet is too exaggerated in everything. And someone responded, it's not just ripped scotch tape. It's a ripped scotch tape that has a similar shape and is right on top of a smiling mouth. Looks like a happy little cardboard Adolf to me. Somebody responded with a really funny tweet. They said, yes, yes, the image of the smiling, happy-go-lucky Hitler is what everyone thinks of. (laughs) What, so, what so, if they compromise and they say they'll make it look less like Hitler, but still a little bit like Hitler? Somebody made this picture. <laughs> like, we don't want it to wait, obviously wait. not at all look like Hitler. Right, you know, it's like this. You, <laughs> Do you have the Daily Mail picture? I mean, it's a picture of Hitler looking looks like scowling. A with the, the <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Somebody made a picture. You, I, you can't see it unless you get up. And, you can and, get up and, and look at it. Yeah, come on. Okay, come it's up. Fantastic. Just take that. Just be careful with your headphones. So somebody created this image. <laughs> That's a Simps- that's a Simpson Hitler. This guy, this cute. guy John Evans, it's John Three Vans <laughs> on Twitter said, "No excuses here. Mm-hmm. This is amazing." That's, yeah, that's, that, that's a bit much. They're crossing a line. Yeah, <laughs> smiling Hitler. It could have been Charlie Chaplin. There you go. Why didn't Amazon say it was Charlie? It, yeah. it was. I thought it was weird that they changed Google's address to Google.ss. Oh, to yeah, that's to me, that was strange. a bit okay, much. But they also changed their motto. Yeah, they're being evil now. So <laughs> Googles.com. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> this is uh this is this is the world we get to inhabit i'm so uh, excited who complained about this like w- who cared about a, it's a it's, it's you, the same you, people that, that do you think shot it was the a stonks pro, to the moon do you think it was like a pro hitler Not person that was like this looks too much like hitler and i don't need amazon besmirching yeah. the great ones sort of situation. <laughs> i would you, never you, have thought it yeah, no, never. I, I don't know who That's Hitler would not be allowing you to use his image to sell stuff to a certain group of people. But, but so so was it, was it you who said that? If you if you hear if the you dog, hear a dog whistle, you're a dog. Yeah, you're a dog. Yeah. So so you hear dog whistles all the time, I'd imagine. You, you, you see, you see <laughs> it. <laughs> you just <laughs> 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 like maybe. <laughs> I mean, we're all sort of trained to hear all the things right now, so it's like. Yes, if you start, I think whatever you pay attention to, of course, but as soon as you get into that game where it's like, right. I'm going to so, look for everything bad. It's like, it's like it doesn't saying, mean you're bad, Ryan, but it does mean you're looking for it. Ryan, it's like saying that's what she said. Once you start, you can never stop. Yes. So once you start like looking for white supremacy that is correct. Hitler, yeah. you can never stop. And I think that's kind of what's happened to these people. I think they're kind of losing it. Did you guys see RuneGate? Yes. Negative. So this is another good example of just like how stupid and insane everybody is. So the CPAC stage is, what is it? The Conservative Political Action Conference? Yeah. 
They said, looks like the Nazi, what's it called? An Odal rune or something? Yeah, it's yeah. like a, a Nordic rune. Have you seen this? It's like a diamond, and then it goes like out, and there's like little wings, I guess. I feel like every three months, they go, look at this, kind of looks thing. like, yeah. you know, they, they've had a, a few superhero things where they said, oh, the thing looks too much like the SS stage. <laughs> the other like, thing, yeah. The yeah. eagle, remember the, the imagery. Eagle? People yeah. are always kind of saying the imagery looks like Nazi imagery, And the Nazis right? took the swastika from like a Hindu, it's a re- Hindu religious icon. The Odal yeah. rune is like an ancient Nordic. Celtic Nordic yeah. thing. Yeah, from second worst thing they did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seized the Odal room. <laughs> Stealing, you know. I'm Stealing. a comedian, so it's very <laughs> we'll see how much uh, uh, YouTube allows you to to get away with all of it. Yeah, we got in trouble though before, right? <laughs> uh, Tim, I don't want to talk about my personal problems that I've had with the great corporation <laughs> Google.com, which should, you called them Googles, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was Googles. totally something Tim would do, yeah. <laughs> and if, if the people at Google are listening, I appreciate y'all. I love you guys. So I yeah. just want to get rid of those strikes. We definitely... <laughs> so so yeah. apparently CPAC is getting canceled. What? Like, like I mean, I mean, not, CPAC was already pretty I mean, canceled. Yeah, dude. dude, did but you I, see I the mean, Star Spangled mean... Banner? No, hold on, hold on. Oh, I don't, we got to talk about. I don't that. mean that they're like shut down. I mean, cancel culture canceled. Like they're getting attacked. Apparently, the hotel wrote a, wrote a strongly worded letter saying like, "We can't believe that they used this imagery as their stage." Oh my god! And so weak. They were yeah. yeah. They were from the moment CPAC like Ooh. almost liberals were like, "Oh, they're still going to do this this year." Do you know how mean we are now? <laughs> like they almost tried to get everything. They went for the hotels and then the speakers and the agents of the speakers. It was like a full CPAC's like Christmas to these people. It really is. Yeah. Welcome back everybody. I think we just got booted and yeah. returned back. Yeah. Um, okay. The stage, well, some is- people might not even even noticed cause it may have just like stuttered and then okay, heard cool. you say, welcome back. Yeah. We had a little blink uh, oh, on the back, internet. Yeah. You can maybe, hear that chime. Not. Yeah. It's when it, bo- but we have redundancy set up because you know, they try to keep us down. It right? It's two days in a row. Yeah, are yeah. we back right now? Yeah, we are back. back. Right, I think, yeah. Well, we're recording the whole time. Guess yeah. who's back? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Nope. None of that. None the of that. CPAC stage is a convenient <laughs> well, shape for a stage. I will I say know, right? that yeah. I don't agree with those bad things you said about Google uh-huh. and the cameras were down. <laughs> the gamer word again. Right, yeah. <laughs> <The gamer> <laughs> <words>. <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether people. to complain about the, the corporate response to these accusations or to complain about the girls' performance of the Star Spangled Banner. No, why? Acapella. Oh my god. It was so many different keys. Oh, she no. just kept changing keys. And there's a video of a guy trying to play piano along with it. Look at Simon over here. Simon Simon Cowell. Dude, you gotta watch <laughs> it. Judging this woman singing. It's so bad. It's yeah, so bad, huh? funny. Totally didn't vote for her. Oh my yeah. god. No, I gave her the X. Oh, yeah. I, I gave her the Odal rune. <laughs> I think I mean, this it's girl's Celtic. career wasn't like skyrocketing if she's doing the CPAC anthem. I feel like. Listen, listen, listen. What the heck? Conservatives are not cool. Nope. That's 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 yeah. always been a big problem. But but I, I say but to all the conservatives who are watching, I, I realized something with like all of this cancel culture stuff and like going back to some of the earlier stuff we were talking about. Ryan, have you ever watched like what 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 is that God flicks called? Uh, flick? Pure flicks. Pure flicks. Yeah. You ever watch like those old Christian versions of movies and like conservative versions of like TV shows and stuff? You yeah. Like, stuff? It's like yeah. really low quality and just like really poorly acted. Yeah. It's in, it's inverting. Now we're getting like conservatives are starting to make content and it's getting better. Okay. I watched 
Bill O'Reilly interview the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> when? When was that? <laughs> Ten years ago. So cool. And he was saying the exact same thing that these people were saying. He goes, you know, you're this is harmful words to kids. This is, <laughs> it's flipped. You know, it's it, everything that they were saying. This shouldn't be available. We need all of the stuff. And it was 100% flipped. And, you know, the Insane Clown. And they were like. You know, you're teaching your kids to, you know, do all these bad things. And the insane clown posse, who you said you're a big Juggalo fan yeah, uh, dude, on, on your sure, op yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they were kind of like, no, these people aren't as stupid as you. Like, that's it. You're just looking for the worst thing. Just the same way when they go, oh, look at uh, some right wing guy. And they go, look at this thing you said. And you go, you're just trying to find something like that's not really what they're about. I was and, trying really hard to remember the lyrics to Halls of Illusion because I was going to sing. I just I, <laughs> I honestly couldn't remember it. But you know, F the world. I could sing no. that. Oh, my no. God. He's a bigger no, you know, Halls of Illusion. I thought it was actually a good song when I was a kid. Uh, dude, I when I was like in grade six, little skateboard kid, when they Shout came out, out and they go in this so one song, I say F ninety three times. So I was like, you know, pretty, you know, <laughs> no, no, but it, look at cool. <laughs> here's here's the point I want to make. Right, I'm imagining like uh, uh, I used to. I, there was a channel in Chicago that was like the Christian channel. And they had a bunch of cartoons that were very hokey and like just not good storytelling. So bad. But it was the religious message. Yeah. It was like the, the religion behind it made it good no matter what. I think about like the static shock thing where they're making him get his powers at Black Lives Matter. And it's like watching when I was a kid watching these Christian cartoons with like, you You're know, right. like Christian man. And it's like he got his powers from reading the Bible and, and, and praying properly. And I'm like, you know, it's you know, it's substantially cooler than that version of static shock. Everything? Jack Posobiec's Agent Post. Yes, so much cooler. It's it's, it's tongue in cheek. It's like it's like self deprecating almost, where they're kind of mocking the idea. So Jack, there just isn't as many lines. Like you can, like listen. No one likes to watch things when they know it's like really being colored in the lines. And there's just there's no transgression on it. And that could be like artistic. That could be political. Whatever it is. So when you completely know exactly what you're getting and you know why you're getting it, it's. It's Boy. less desirable to watch and it, you know, it doesn't catch cultural heat. And that's why all of these places are having trouble like manufacturing the energy to get people to like their things. Well, I also think that it's like, it's, it's what you were saying earlier. You're allowed to give me one teaspoon of propaganda for every like cup of entertainment or whatever. Yeah. But what happens, what happens is you, the, the problem with, with giving more propaganda is the, the feeling I get is I'm watching something and I want to be entertained. If I'm mostly just getting smacked over the head with a lesson, well, then I'll, I would rather watch like reruns of American Gladiators Not and, a bad then, show, and, and listen to uh, Bill Hicks scream in my ear yeah. about how I'm, you know, a, you know, an idiot for doing it. But it's more entertaining than watching like religious content. Look, I'm not trying to rag on religious people, but I got to tell you, when I was growing up and I saw these like I went to Catholic school and they would play these mm. cartoons where it was just like, you know, just not good storytelling. But it was the ideology behind it. Well, so it comes back to the idea where you go, okay, what would it take for you? You know, if someone has a belief, like let's say they're a huge fan of a sports team and you go, what would it take for you to change sides, like to not be a Yankees guy? If they lost, like if they didn't make the playoffs 50 times, whatever it was, and they go, nothing, I'm to the death. And you go, okay, so I don't really need your take on them then, do I? Yeah. And I think that's what all this stuff is. If you go, you're so in it, it's, you know, to the death and I'm ride or die with this ideology. What if, what, what if we're completely wrong about the static shock thing? And it turns out that the villains were all Black Lives Matter supporters and the villains are Antifa and we're just like, we're totally wrong. <laughs> I mean, I got to see the movie to, yeah. Comic, to, comic. To what? It's a comic. I, I think they should run with that idea. That's the best that I can think of. I mean. Just sprinkle some dangerous. I got to tell you, it's probably going to be that the bullies were at a pro-Trump counter rally. 
And, and the they, cops will be bad. Just sounds terrible. But why would the cops? Te- why would the cops tear gas the Trump guys in the same comic? Like the comics trying to make the cops bad guys. The cops would have to protect the Trump supporters. How did the bullies get superpowers? Were you reading this? Have you read the comic yet? Just the just the ones they showed. Would no. you hate read it? Like, crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I would. I would. I would legit just read it. It's, that it's is like, the one thing of all of the. You know, you could make fun of this group or that group, and people get mad at you. I did a comic sketch recently where I had. Uh, three different comics it was that's their culture i don't know if you saw it the superheroes one yeah youtube.com slash ryan long comedy but the (laughs) no but i i got probably the most people mad ever (laughs) that i included different uh heroes from different universes right right. Uh, gamers are the the number one lobby right now because you had captain america and the flash and then i had them all fly and they're like (laughs) (laughs) dude people were fired up do you want to know the actual truth and this is what happened was sometimes it ain't like is it wasn't even me being stupid. I go, I looked at Amazon to buy costumes, and I was like, those were the three that kind of looked the best. You put Captain <laughs> America <laughs> and the Green Lantern together, and they all fly. <laughs> no one cares about you offending no, minorities or no, whatever. No, people were fired up about that. <laughs> cancel fly. Ryan Long. There's okay, okay. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's think. Ryan for a second. Long cancel party. Ryan Long was the Flash. The Flash could spin his arms really, really fast to create. Wind pressure Gyroscopic. to fly. Yeah, mm-hmm. he theoretically could do it. Where were you in my comment okay, section? Right. <laughs> Green Lantern can just legit fly, so you're good there. And Captain America, well, he uh, Tony Stark gave him a um, a repulsor for his <laughs> yeah. uh, shield. There we go. That's gonna be and good. it allows him to fly. Yeah, there you go. I Score. think so. Tim's got you back. There you go. The hook. Now, now, now it, it, it is, uh, it is canon. But it is, I mean, so much of this stuff, cause even like, I see how fired up you are about this story. Like, it all kind of goes back to the gate. We, how many people say that Gamergate is kind of the, oh, you know, geez. the pinnacle of the whole thing? But it's like the one thing that they're like, we can't have this one thing. Like, they're, it's like, okay, fine. All your commercials are this. Okay. All the movies are this. And they're like, we want to take your comics and make them this too. And everyone's like, you've gone too far. Well, it started with, <laughs> you know, it started with games. And there was a meme of a guy in a military suit with like a feminist tied up. And he says, why did you make me do this? I just wanted to play video games. Like the, the point they were making, rather extreme, is like, if you just leave our video games alone, we didn't care what you were doing politically. Dude, of course. But then they were like, you had, you know, you know what it was. Now, yeah, I just want to play video games now, campaigning for Trump. That's, that's, that's the meme. Said. I just wanted to play video yeah. games. But so the issue is. I think a lot of this started because when the blog era began, there was this pressure among these like low talent midwit writers to produce content every single day. If you write for a video game website. And it was the way to get publicity too. Well, right. So check it out. You come out with a comedy special and I write for a comedy website. I can only write about your special one time. So what they do is. When, when a video game comes out, the video game, you know, bloggers would write about the game, write about its release, write tips and tricks, and then say, now what? What do we write about? No games are getting released. We can't just have the website be dead. I can, oh, there was uh, a, a guy in the game and he was, he said, um, yeah, he said big in reference to a woman. Ooh, that's fat phobic. Definitely Write the content, the necessity for pounds and pounds of content yep, all, yep. you know, yeah. contributed to that's exactly it. I mean, you cited the blog generator where they just go there's yeah. a uh transphobia problem in oh, the, Halloween. The vice, like the vice one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. He throws right? a dildo at the wall <laughs> yeah. and it sticks to uh, yeah, it was, it was, No, it was, that was the old vice thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. old vice. Mine's uh, right, right, right. mine's the new blogs uh, altogether. It is so good. 
Yeah, you're sticking dude. the things on the wall, <laughs> and it's Ryan Long comedy. Yeah, there's, so that's so basically, really yeah, exactly. One, you have a formula. What was the formula? So there's a blank has a blank <laughs> problem. Yes. And then I, if you want to get if you want to snazz it up, anything. yeah, if you want to snazz it up, you can. But the, I, I included all the articles that actually exist, and then some guy made the generator. Wow. And put it online, and it was pretty funny. So but. basically, you can pick any word. Like but any they, social justice but word. But they do it, yeah. Yeah. And they, they really do it. And they'll find anyone. And they, you go reverse, right? Like there's a racism problem in the gay community. There's a gay problem in the the black yep. community. They, and they just do the whole thing over and over and over again. So, but it's, so it's a big part of that, like with the content thing. But then I think also there's this idea that it starts with the, it starts with the thing, but it becomes about making you agree to something. So that's kind of like, you know, let's say the trans thing, right? So it's always became... They go, a lot of people, you know, why did five comedians all have their specials about trans stuff, right? And they go, why do you guys care so much about this? And I was kind of having this argument about something that I could have this argument about anything. So I was talking about Fallout Boy, the band. And this girl goes, so Fallout Boy is a boy band. And I go, they're not really a boy band. Like, they're just kind of a band. Like, I don't like them. Without a boy. Yeah. And I was like, a boy band, I think like Backstreet Boys, you know, whatever. Having this argument. And before I know it, I'm like, dude, they're not a, you know, I'm getting all fired up. (laughs) And and then it becomes like, yo, why do you care about Followed Boy so much? I go, I don't care about Followed Boy. You're making me say something that isn't true. Right. And that's, and kind That's, of a lot of this stuff gets there and you get fired up and then they go, what do you care about this thing? I go, I don't care about this thing. Well, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, so I, I tweeted about Potato Head because AP said like Mr. Potato Head is now regular Potato Head. And, and then everyone was like, it's gender neutral. And I just tweeted, how is this is stupid? Like, how is he even gendered anyway? Because his name is Mr. Like, that's so dumb. I, I don't even care about the story. But then some right. some article took my tweet to claim that I was an outraged conservative, oh, all, all angry. Right. And I'm like, I didn't care about this. You know what? So I decided, you know what I'm going to do from now on? I'm just going to tweet the opposite. And so I just tweeted, I demand a gender neutral potato head. And then when, <laughs> when Hasbro tweeted out, so do you see the tweet? Yeah, from, you go further. Do you see the tweet from Mark Dice where he responded to it saying no. it's time for Republican states to secede? <laughs> so in no, response but... to Potato Head's story, he tweeted. Okay. And then all the leftists were like, they've I gone crazy. Slightly hyperbolic. So when Hasbro announced that they didn't actually get rid of Mr. Potato Head, I tweeted, it's time for Democrat states to secede. <laughs> so it's like, call me right wing then. Yeah. Just whatever. So now I just decided. Yeah, you're messing with them. I'm, I'm just, you know, uh, Michael Malice tweeted because we had Ethan Suplee on the show. And then he he tricked Lydia into bringing him oh up. Oh my gosh! <laughs> to what? He he texted Lydia and he was like, "Talk about me." <laughs> yeah, he did. It worked. Yes. <laughs> it was I said, He's "I funny, learned. Dude. I learned from the best, Michael. I learned from from him how to tweet properly because his tweets are always you can't tell." They're very you, you, opaque. You, yeah, you don't know mm-hmm. what he's saying. Yeah, he's sort of in a lot of times is wrapping logic into weird places too, right? And it, like the my, the easiest example to explain to people is when Trump would tweet something, he would say, "We don't deserve him." So is you don't good? know if he's is for or against Trump. It's I think just neutral like, comedy is the best. And uh, yeah. what was that guy's name? Um, Eddie but, Murphy. Eddie Murphy. No, no, the the dude, um, Kaufman. Andy yeah. Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Love his comedy. I mean, people didn't know if it was real or fake, and I think that's the most because so many. Sad to say, stupid people that are bathing in stupidity think it's real, which is funny to me. But it's also, I think, can be dangerous. It, it is. Yeah, there, it there depends are. on the time and place. I was just the Kaufman thing makes me laugh because I watched the Comedy Store documentary, and it's so funny. Like to go back and how much things are romanticized. Like even comics, like that they're like, oh, this guy was such a killer. But what you don't remember is how much they bombed at the time. Right. But I was watching the Jim Carrey on the Comedy Store documentary, and they go, he goes before every, you know, when he did a bad gig, he would go sit in the piano. 
and then tur- the close the piano and he goes, I won't come out of the piano until the, the, you know, until I've had my punishment and the show's over. And then he would get out of the piano and I go, if any of my friends did that, I would be like, I am done with this loser. Like, can you imagine how annoying that would be if Ian had a bad show and he goes, I need to punish myself by sitting in the thing and I'm going to be in the fridge all night. And you'd be like, all right, what? we need to deal with this Ian guy. And he's like, but then in the history books, they write it as like, yeah. Ian was the greatest, such, genius. he was such a, you know, Creative genius. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so in his head. Horror but at the runner. time, he'd just be like the biggest eye roll in history. <laughs> yeah. Anyone doing that nonsense. But yeah. that's I mean, a Kaufman's great, but I bet you a lot of the things people were probably just like, can you not <laughs> I mean, this? look, Saturday Saturday Night, Live in, Saturday Night Live in general is definitely romanticized. Where yes, I, yes, I, I always hear about like people saying like, remember when Saturday Night Live was good? And I'm like, no. no. They just remember their era. Everyone's <laughs> right. like the era that they kind of, you know, connected with for a second, you know, like for well, me, I remember Sandler and Spade and those guys. And yeah, yeah if I look back, I go, I oh, don't know, maybe they people before thought it was Ad- that. Admit, but it, I thought admit that it, bro. Cool. Lunch Lady Land is not funny. Wayne's World was good. Lunch Lunch Lady Land. Wayne's was one of my funny. favorite movies. Me too. It was not funny. Lunch Lady Land? Yeah. Like Chris Farley? Adam Sandler. Sandler is playing the guitar and then everyone's there and yeah. Tr- Tracy Morgan's just standing there, I think, right? I don't remember. One of his originals. Norm MacDonald's in it, that whole crew. I think so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like Lunch that Lady stuff. Land. But I think song. that you have to, you, right. I mean, maybe Adam you were looking at the context at the time, but I think a lot of those things, looking at them after, you don't realize that the point of it was how stupid it was, you know, in the context of like what the comedy at the time was. So. Like, you know, I, I like, think I, I, it feels kind like, of like how TikTok's all like random nonsense right now. Like it's how like, willing are you to listen to this? Because it's funny to me that you're actually paying money to listen to me snowball you with things I know aren't funny. Like that's the comedy of SNL. Andy Kaufman in, my, in oh. my opinion. I feel like SNL is actually starting to get a little bit more courageous. I don't really watch it all that much, but they have done some bits where I'm like, I'm really surprised. They didn't want Cuomo. I'm, I'm pretty sure they had Cuomo and they had... Um, who else was in it? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was they were making fun of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was Ted called Cruz. No Cuomo. It was. It was and ma- what happens is it's him and another guy, but it's. <laughs> no, I see how this works. Someone yeah. else made that joke. No, no, no. It was. Uh, they did. They did a bit about Ted Cruz. No, they didn't. I am the first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what, what did they say? So the Ted Cruz bit was like him being really Weasley and oh, just yeah. agreeing with whatever they told him to say, and then he was wearing like Cancun clothes or whatever. Okay. A bunch of conservatives got mad and they were like, when are they going to rag on Cuomo? And then some like liberals were like, that's the same sketch. And, and, and then they put out the full clip and then you see Cuomo's there getting ragged for murdering, you know, elderly yeah. people. So I was like, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> but, but you know what? Like Democrats really hate Cuomo now for whatever reason. It's like they got their, their, their orders, I guess, from they the 100% flipped on that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. We're done playing with him. Sending him to the, you know, he, he's, he's out there. There's <clears throat> protesters right now, I guess, outside, like, yeah. they're outside wow. his office chanting resignation oh or whatever. Oh my God. He's done. I mean, so, it was, but let's be real. It's because SNL was brave enough to stand up to him that these, these Democrats finally potentially, realized. Potentially, you might be, I'm, I'm it might kidding, be happening the other. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, say, yeah, I don't think Damn that was Would it. Would you do SNL, Ryan, <laughs> if they offered it to you? Um, I've had conversations about doing that, lots of that stuff, but I've, I'm fairly not interested in general to take, I mean, I, I was in like traditional media my whole career in Canada. And when I came here, it's like, I was pretty into doing the other things. So the, the same way that I'm saying these corporations and all that stuff, like there's such a cost of that. Like right now, who's all the best people? They're all kind of doing their own thing. Like we're, I think I'm making good things right now. And those like systems, the money isn't a lot of times so much greater for all the nonsense you have to deal with, all the slowing you down. And no. I think that maybe in 10 years, I'd be, you know, let's do one of those. But I think right now it's just, that would be like just ultimate like handcuffs. Yeah. I also, I also feel like the comedy you put up on social media is standing on the line. 
of where you're poking. You're like you're legit poking the yeah. censorship bear. Whereas SNL would be like, pull it back, pull it back. But I'm back. yeah, hundred percent. But I'm I, and it's not like I don't have any lines. Like when I'm making my things, I have my own perspective, and you know, I think try to be where it's funny. I don't just try to you know just be like, like Sarah for the Silverman, where she just says offensive things to make you <laughs> yeah, angry. Yeah, that was like a style. That was the hot thing back then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. my point is, I'm more <laughs> concerned with, and I think that a lot of people, and even more so younger people than me, it's like the same what you're doing. I want to make I want to make my own SNL. Like I want to. Like I've, I've, my, I ran my other TV shows. Like I want to be SNL's competitor. I don't want to join someone else's army machine that's been there for a hundred years and they have all these things they're beholden to. Then you don't need Saturday night anymore. I mean, the, the, the venues change. It's now internet and it's, it's static. You know, it can be anytime, any day. It can be ever present. This whole like, let's all sit around at set on Saturday, the, the Monday night shows. It's all right. done. It's like done. It's past. Yeah. But I want to be Lauren Michaels, not, Me you know, too. the new guy on SNL right now. Well, yeah. let's do it. Freak. That's what I'm Let's saying. I've, I've, I've got a ton of offers from a ton of companies. And it's like, I wonder if people who like watch or listen to this show ever wonder why it is that TimCast.com is its own website and not a part of any, any one of these other political podcasting networks. It's because I'm, you know, I'll be honest. I'm just smarter than all of them. And they haven't made an offer yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and once they finally come and just give me anything, guys, please. I'll, any join. I'll sign right away. No, it's, I've had a lot of conversation with some of these big networks and I got, I got to tell you, I'm a bit of, I would, I would, I would swear right now, but we, yeah, we me can't too. be family. I'm a, a, an arrogant prick. Like I've, I've been straight up, like I didn't even, I, I, did, I was in, I was uh, approached by one of the biggest podcast companies ever, like in existence right now. And Last podcast on the left, fourth mic, Tim Pool. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm not talking about a podcast. I'm talking about a network that produces no, them and then distributes them. And they, they were basically like, we want to sign you. It's going to be great. Here's how much money you're going to make. You're going to you're going to rival Ben Shapiro. It's going to be the biggest show ever. And I was like, wow. I was like, look at all this. And Does your hat have to get a little smaller. They told yeah. me I had to take the, take the hat off. And I was like, get out of here. <laughs> no, no. But uh, I told him straight up. So the, the general idea is there's a lot of there's a lot of interest in a moderate, like left leaning podcast because you have a lot of leftist podcasts. You have a lot of, you know, offensive humor podcasts and you have tons of conservative talk radio. And so they're like, we like the space you're occupying because, you know, it's, it's, there's definitely a market there. And I said straight up, if you get me a contract that is legitimate and fair and doesn't waste my time, I'll sign it. But you know what they do in the entertainment industry? Cause you probably deal with this. They send you the stock garbage contract that basically says you work for us. You sign this over. And I responded one time with, I will give you one more chance to send me a real contract offer. And their response was... And he put the slap emojis in between the I words. I put the claps. <laughs> send me the real contract. <laughs> they, they, they say what I hear often is, look, it's standard business. Just send it to your lawyer. And I said, have a nice day. You didn't want to get the lawyers involved. The issue is, if if you expect me to do business with you under the pretense that I have to spend thousands of dollars on a lawyer to fix your garbage contract... You're wasting my time and money, so I don't feel comfortable doing business with Dude, you. You're making millions of dollars being an independent contract, basically working for yourself. Why would you ever, ever give that? I understand Rogan, I guess. I mean, $100 million is a lot of money, but I would, never, you I would ever never give up your creative freedom. At, you know, it's like he might have done, you know, whatever. Everyone has their own reasons. But like right now, where the energy is in making things and where the energy is in entertainment and especially comedy is not in the like mainstream platforms right now that are, you know, have a bucket of problems there, which is kind of, a, it's a fun way to look at it is every, every one of us, you know, in entertainment, when I was in music, all, same thing, you kind of are like, ah, oh, you don't want to sell out, right? There's this idea that like, you want to kind of stay true. 
And they're making it real, real easy to not sell out. Right. Because you go, these places suck. They don't even really want you to begin with. So yep. it's like they're, you know, reluctantly they, they, giving you contracts just because you're popular. So it's like they're making it pretty easy to be like, Yo, you know, they, they, they promise you everything and give you nothing. Yeah. And that, that's usually what it is. And so it's like. And if, then now they're look at you make so much money. They go, these people, that's the only way to do it is to give them Rogan style where like they drop a big bag at your cash, a big bag of cash because they're so late to the mark. Yeah. Look at these young guys, the Nelk boys, Logan Paul, these guys. It's like if you want to get them to do anything, it's like these guys have so much money. It's too late. So yeah. what are you offering them? Exactly. You're Tying like, their hands behind oh, their back. No, the thing that you think they think they're offering you is like legacy uh, you know, like, yeah. yeah, but you get to go to the, the you, get Oscars, to, you, get, you know, you get to you get be to... shift manager at a blockbuster. It's 2003. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Things are going pretty you. good. They're essentially, you know, they're offering you the middle management position in Hollywood. That's a, but you get to be pretty friggin' famous. You'll meet Brad Pitt more likely, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's the legacy nonsense. They want to give you the watch, right? I also think that I, I think like our generation cares a lot less about that idea. Yeah. There's a lot of people who For want sure. that prestige. But I'm like, I don't look, I, I think Brad Pitt was amazing at Fight Club. I think he's done a bunch of great movies. I think he's got dumb politics. If I met him, I'd say, oh, cool, dude. Like Fight Club is, a, is an amazing, amazing movie. And uh, World War Z was cool. And, uh, you know, I think the Oceans movies were fun. Nice to meet you. They're grandfathered in legacy. You're not going to be grandfathered in. You know what I mean? But like, there's a lot of people that really thirst for that legacy attention. Of they course. want. They want. It's the, it comes from insecurity. It comes from, you know, being new to the game. And it also comes from like uh people that have a need for like a dad you know a lot of people need a manager and a, they need parents to sort of you know give them approval and tell them what to do a lot of people can't be their own like what do you mean i'm gonna be that like so i think that you know, it comes from that too a lot of people need a I'll boss tell you, i'll tell you this i've gotten calls from some of the big very obvious networks about signing and i just said i'll be honest i'm starting a company that's gonna be your competition yeah and they're like okay and i'm like so i i don't want to sign under you I'll get I'll get back to you in five years when I'm making you the same offer and I'm buying your company out. <laughs> oh, SmackDown! He said that to the local Arby's chain, dude. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I good I, food. Let, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. So um, I worked for Vice. How about you work for my uh, oh, hot oh, dog oh, you truck? Think you think I'm joking? <laughs> no, you said that to Vice. Let me let me tell you a story. So I, I once heard a story about I was reading about Vice. I worked at Vice. I I uh, got flown out to Antalya, Turkey, to party with the executives and, and the higher ups. And uh, hung out with Shane sometimes, like a couple times. Not like I was good friends with him or anything. But Shane Dawson, YouTube. Yeah, that's right. Few yeah. Things, not Shane the Smith, the only. CEO. CEO. But uh, I wrote a story about how when they were up and coming, he went to this meeting with like Viacom. And he was walking around like looking at the expensive paintings and like, you know, checking out the, the furniture and everything as if he was expecting to have it and own it and buy it. And his attitude was very much, I'm smarter, I'm better, I'm faster, and I'm going to buy you. And then where did the guy end up? Look, you can you can complain all day and uh, all day and night about Vice, but for a while they were the, the the cream of the crop in terms of digital media, and they were worth an oh, obscene yeah. amount of money. And then the dude cashed Probably out. Still are, yeah, or he is at least. Well, he cashed out. He's yeah. he's rich forever, and and so I, I heard these stories, and I've just straight up been like, that's 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 the attitude. You're sure of yourself. You don't got to be a dick, but you go into these meetings and you're like, I know what I'm doing, and I'm so confident what I'm doing. I don't want your money. I don't need your money. In five years, I'll be, I'll, I will own your company. The first part of it's the hugest part. You know, you know what you want to accomplish. And that's not always you can put in words. Sometimes it's energy. You know, you kind of know where you want to go, like what you want, Mark, you want to leave, like what you want to create, what, what you, what energy you want to kind of leave on this world. And 
and you look at these places and they offer you things, you go, I don't think this helps really, you know, and sometimes well, it might, right? And you might align, but right now it, they're doing their best to make themselves unattractive right. to the top talent. Yep. Come here. You'll make a good amount of money, but you'll have no long-term prospects because we'll own the IP. You'll and have a, you'll if you have do anything, you can, we can make you disappear. You know, yep. but there's also, you know, with the, the canceling stuff, with the, with well, everything that's happening in the world, you go, if I was coming out of universe, like college right now or high school, the, the obvious answer is, you got to like start your own thing that you're going to own. Even if it's a small yep. company, like, whatever you do, it should be your own thing because these jobs are too disposable. The world changes too much. You have to kind of create your own thing. Let's, right let, now. Let, let's talk about Bill Burr in this context. So we have this story from CBR, the Mandalorian Bill Burr defends Gina Carano slams cancel culture. Comedian, actor, and podcaster Bill Burr calls out the toxic nature of cancel culture and defends his fired Mandalorian co-star Gina Carano. Well, good for him. Absolutely. But this story about Gina Carano exactly exemplifies what you were just saying about why take the risk. You sign with one of the, you sign with one of these companies, they could just snap their fingers and fire you because you said a word someone didn't like at some point, maybe in six months, maybe a year. Take it away as quick as they gave it to you. Yeah. And, and the problem is, let's say you sign a deal that says like maybe, maybe they're buying you out or maybe they're like, okay, we're going to buy your show. We'll own it and we'll pay you this large sum of money. And it's like, here's the money up front for the show. And then you'll get X amount of dollars to continue producing the show as lead producer executive. And then they also have a morality clause where it says, if you do anything obscene, they could terminate you. You're like, I got this really great deal. It's awesome. Let's be real. Joe Rogan, I'd have to imagine that Spotify has some control in that regard. Yeah. Where they could, you know, be like, oh, look what you said. And, you know, we turn. I don't want to necessarily, you know, talk about Joe's deal because who the hell knows. But I think that it, all of this stuff, it's they want to take this as just a given. You know, that old thing where it's like these people think they can just move chess pieces around and, you know, people don't react to what happens. But the truth is, like, I know people with normal jobs and they go there and they make them sign the clauses about what they put on Twitter and what they put on Facebook. And you go, this is people are starting to realize this when they get this now the same way that if someone gives you a job and you go, oh, it's 50 miles away from my house. That's going to be a bit of a pain. The same way you're getting a contract that says, oh, you know, you can't be on Twitter. You can't do this. So all it takes is for other companies to realize like there's monetary values on all of these things. If I go, yeah. OK, I get 60 grand here for whatever, you know, my middle job or whatever, but I'm allowed to say whatever I want or this place is offering, you know. Seven sixty-five grand, but they kind of is this five grand worth me not? But the but a lot of people don't. Know I think this. people are starting to factor these things intrinsically. The you know the level of what these places are asking for you. They want you to act like you're the president to work at a friggin' bank. Well, let, let me let me read a little bit from Bill Burr to show you what he said. Uh, for those unfamiliar, Gina Carano, she was one of the stars on The Mandalorian, the Disney Plus show. It's a Star Wars show. And she posted on Instagram, the, the photo she used was of actual Nazi Germany, probably not a good photo to use. But the context was, <clears throat> don't demonize your neighbors over their political views. She didn't compare anybody to Republicans or anything She actually like that. just posted the Amazon logo. Yeah, it was <laughs> just the Amazon do, logo. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, here's what Bill Burr said. They said on the Bill Burt podcast, he said she was an absolute sweetheart, super effing, uh, super nice effing person. Unless she did some truly horrible ish or said something over some overtly racist ish, he continued. I don't know. I think there is just too many channels. And then you got to do sensational ish. I don't know what the F it is. I'm on that effing show. Now I got to watch what the F I say. <laughs> I think word, that was man. that was that was actually great on Bill Burr's part. Yeah. But, yeah, he, man, but that, that's, that's the every man. But that's the point. 
They could cancel him for this. They could cancel him for this. He's probably got a morality clause in his contract that says if you say something offensive, but who defines offensive? Mm. So he comes to the fence of Gina Carano saying she was super effing nice. Oh, give me two seconds for some woke leftists to get angry. And then Disney's going to be like, Bill, you can't come out and defend this stuff. And they're probably not going to do it. But they could if they want to. Who in their right mind would sign a dumb contract like that? Well, this is for, for him specifically. He doesn't need these things. And he's in the position of power a little bit where if they go, oh, we kick him off this show. He goes, oh, whatever. Okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. It's the 10th thing I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there, there's like a power dynamic when it stops being something you need and something that you could do or not do. But there, yeah. there, there is a bigger issue there. The cascade effect. If he gets canceled from the show... And then Disney issued a statement saying he, he defended racist comments and was extremely offensive and we had no choice. Then other companies might be like, look, there's a backlash going on. We don't want to okay, absorb so, any of that. You know, not to just be like the complete like free market will sort it out guy. But yeah. And if that happens, the next generation of people like me and my friends are going to be like, no, don't take a job on those places, dude. Do you remember what happened to Bill Burr? That's exactly what's happening right now. Exactly. That's exactly what we're saying. Yeah. So I won't. Know. This is why I don't sign any of these contracts. I know that if I sign any of these deals with any one of these networks, it'll it's a matter of time. Yeah, I, dude, I don't even trust these. Live like that. These, I don't even trust these conservative networks. That I don't. I don't think they would have your back if you said something well, you truly. Well, also, to, even if they will right now in this context of like the culture war dynamic, what does that look like in a year and a half? I don't know, man. Things change pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I, I would, I would, I would argue many of the conservative channels have much more integrity than many of the traditional Hollywood type stuff. I just wouldn't sign well, those deals. Ideally, in my, you know, what I've kind of said, I like the idea of a, un, like a non-partisan network to begin with. Like, even when, like, think, think about music. It's kind of like what you want is, uh, like a guy that's like, hey, I don't really get it, but the kids seem to. Not a, not a guy that like has a lot to say to you. What you want is a network that's like, yeah, people seem to be responding to this. It's funny. Or, you know, right. Tim seems to have a big audience. People like it. We should get him on the... As you, you, to, you want a person who's going to be like, oh, so we host this one guy. The left hates him. He's really offensive. We don't know a whole lot about, you know, we, we don't care too much. It makes money for us. We do have this lefty guy in our network, though, and he does these things. The conservatives really hate him. When You want somebody who approaches like a business. I, that's what I That's what I think that a lot of people, like, even the younger people are kind of looking at it like that. But I, don't care, I don't care what your political values are, which is... But the, the bigger issue is when they're scared and it's a business, they say, we don't want to lose half our customers because they're freaking out. So, bye-bye. Yeah, it's with Gina Carano. I didn't know who she was before the scandal. And Bill Burr's a superstar. So, like, they, they look at their bottom line. They're like, you know, we can afford to lose Gina. We can't afford to lose Bill. Is my Well, Bill Burr's a comedy superstar. He's not, like, an A-list Hollywood actor in that right. context. I yeah. mean, you know, I don't know exactly what the hierarchy looks like. But it's the little world I live in. Some of these people, we go, oh, guy, that guy's the biggest guy in the world. And then He Matt swears da- a lot. Yeah, but Matt Damon walks in and everyone goes, oh, freaking Matt, you realize isn't the, the difference. Isn't the weirdest thing? It's just like, why? Who cares? You well, know, so, obviously so who cares, is, but that's just the way the world is. This is a really interesting subject because um, I don't think we talked with Ethan Suplee about this specifically on the show, but we did briefly touch on it. I, I, I wanted to get into this more, but this idea that the, the traditional idea of fame is over because now you have HBO Max. I think it's called HBO Max, where they're doing simultaneous theater releases and streaming releases. So people aren't going to go to the movie theaters for these big movies and spend 20 bucks per person anymore. For the most part, they're going to spend 20 bucks for the whole movie and then watch it with like 50 people at their house while they order pizza or whatever. So why would someone cast Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, 
you know, who, who, who was the person you mentioned? Was it Damon. Matt Damon. One, of, the, Matt one Damon. of those. <laughs> one of those one guys. Of the two brothers. You, you book them because you put their name on top of the movie, right? Yeah. Yep. And that way people see it in the marquee and they see it in the ads and they say, oh, I want to go see this. And they go to the theaters. I think now that there's so many different streaming services, so many different movies coming out. Like I mentioned that one movie, Spiral, came out on Shudder. It just came out. I watched it. It's not a blockbuster movie, but all the movies are basically being made equal at this point. Yeah. Sure, there'll be big marketing and big budget campaigns. How did that work out for Wonder Woman? Apparently, Wonder Woman like fizzled and made barely any money because it was a streaming release. Yeah, and that's so with me why, renting it fifty times. Yeah, I know, and I, you know, I, I, I sign up for fifty accounts to buy it because I just love Gal Gadot. <laughs> no, no, no. But seriously, why pay Gal Gadot, you know, twenty million dollars to do a movie when you don't need her name on it because it's not going to do that well anyway? Yeah, especially when they've lost like. Hollywood mastered their star-making formula, you know, the way that certain labels have in the past or whatever. Like, they were able to make her and then, you know, sign her to these contracts, yep. and it was all part of the system. So they bring people in, and they make them, you know, the next Gal Gadot, yep. whatever it is, right? But they're doing everything in their power to, like, ruin their vouch and their star system. So what, when I go back to the younger kids, and I think me and you are around the same age, so we're in the middle, there's a lot of young people right now that they've mastered. They, they have these huge Instagram accounts, huge yep. YouTube channels, TikTok. They know how to make another guy. So, they, like, you know, I talked about the Nelk boys. You know, I just think those guys are interesting. But they, they literally brought another guy in, brought him, got him to a million followers, got his channel to a million followers. Then they're like, we should start a management company. They basically yep. mastered star making the same way that Hollywood has. So... Just call, just at call. At the same time, Hollywood's wrecking their star making because they go, check out this comic. They're so funny. And everyone goes, huh? They go, what about this one? They go, huh? And then everyone's like, we got to stop paying attention. So these guys are wrecking their star making formula. Think, think about it. Same time everyone else is figuring it out. Hollywood is like blockbuster video. They've basically become the old, stodgy, uncool, you know, or they're becoming old, stodgy, and uncool. Like you mentioned, like kids know how to know how to be make stars themselves. They know how to use social media. They don't need the system anymore. But it's also the worlds are completely separate. <clears throat> like the ad revenue system on traditional media is so different from digital media. It's changing though. It's at it's getting close. Like a lot of these a lot of these places, I mean, YouTube is worth more than Instagram and you know, it, it's all based on how people buy, but it's it, not it's not that crazy different. Well, but it, but it kind of is. Check this out. When you buy an ad on say Tucker Carlson's show, you're not going to get like the numbers you get for Tucker's ratings are an estimate based on a sample size from like Nielsen boxes. Fake boxes that no one's actually using. I mean, so you're hoping it's true. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's probably close with digital. We know the exact number. So what happens and is you know the exact demographic of that number. Well, so with, with the internet, you can refine your ads and really maximize your price point and your, and your profit with buying ads on TV. They basically tell you, here's how much it costs for an ad. It's like, you know, that some websites say it's like Rachel Maddow's like eighty, eighty five hundred dollars for a commercial to run on her, you know, cha on her channel. These advertisers will it's pay not very much money. Yeah, it used for to be a big like business, twenty. Go try to buy a something. Yeah, go try to buy a commercial on Logan Paul's podcast. I'm sure right? it's more than that. Absolutely, way more than that. I guarantee you, it's going to cost way more than that. <laughs> yeah. So you and she's getting. She gets at what, like two to three million and premium ads. He's got Nike. I was watching uh, when you watch Fox News. I told you this earlier, but it made me laugh so much that they can't get good sponsors, so they have sleep apnea mask cleaner. That's Fox. And just <laughs> they have yeah, the they have the funniest ads, like orthotics, uh, you know, remover. So I'll, I'll write this point up, and then we'll we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, basically, these advertisers spend the eight grand, and then just look at their sales and see if they go up. And then try and figure out if the ad campaign worked. Mm. With 
online, I can literally see people click the link. Yeah, I know if the link is actually working. Yeah. So what's happening is in a lot of ways, there's more ad space, there's more real estate for ads. So the prices go down. But anyway, I I digress. The main point of this is it's a totally different world based on a lot of guessing. And now it's it's going away. It's becoming worth less and less and less. Fox News is running pillow commercials and sleep apnea commercials. Rachel Maddow's ads are are like, I got to tell you, man. And they're not even the parts that they can. And to go back to, because you're so right. But the even worse part of it is that even the data they do have, they don't want to listen to for yeah. other reasons. It's the equivalent of they go, actually, this per- this is what they like. There's a huge market for this perspective. The world's craving you know, this perspective. And then they go, what if we go with this one? And you go, these numbers are way higher on this check, one. They go, check, eh, we can't do that. Check this out. I'll, I'll give everybody some, some top secret information. Ooh. So you can, go- <laughs> you can Google search this. Uh, if you look up like cable channel ad rates, they say, I, I, I just said Rachel Maddow because I was looking into it. It's like $8,500, I think, for a 30 second. 30 seconds. Do you know how much it would cost you for 30 seconds on? Okay, so, so she gets like 3 million viewers. If you found a YouTube video with 3 million views, do you know how much it would cost you to get a promo spot in that YouTube video? Yeah, I don't know. 3 million? Six, uh, 60 grand. Yeah, that sounds about right. About $60,000. If somebody can get 3 million views per video, they're probably selling it for like 50 to like 75, depending on where the ad appears and whether or not they consider themselves to be a premium brand that is better. And you don't have premium. to film an ad. You just go, hey, also, instead of filming a right? million dollar commercial, you go, hey, go check out, you know, Tim's beanies. Yep. So companies will say, here's the script, promote it. Here's what we want to see. And then the YouTubers do all the work. Like when we do the ads, we I just read and talk about the product. And so... So it actually costs less because you don't have to make it. I would say that... It costs more money, probably. Well, it's hard to say. Depending on the segment we do, it can cost more money to advertise on this podcast than it would on Rachel Maddow. Yeah. I Easily. So. That's crazy. The old world is in decay. Yeah. You know, so so anyway, the main point of the segment, because it's like we've, we've veered into a bunch of different subjects, yeah, is kind of gotten a, I would never sign a contract with any of these big networks. If Fox News or CNN or any, well, if CNN and MSNBC came to me and they were like, would you like to sign? I'd be like, surely you jest. If Fox News came to me, <laughs> I'd also be like, are you kidding? No, not going to happen. I wouldn't sign with any of these companies. Now, for the digital media ones, I think it's great that they're smarter and doing better in their business models. But you know, you know what we're going to do? We're launching a new podcast soon. It's going to be Crime, Cults, Mystery, and the Paranormal. It's going to be evergreen stories, not news-related. We've got some crazy stuff we're getting lined up. It's it's legit. So we've got some, like, like, potential cult members and people who deny ever being in a cool cult. Cool guests. Yeah, so it's going to be, like, cool guests. It's going to be, like, uh, a bit of scripted. But we're going to start producing this content, and we're going to create a new site that's going to be, you know, nonpartisan content. So it'll have talk, it'll have con- it'll have jokes, it'll have entertainment, and then we're going to create something bigger and better than all of these other platforms, and it needs to happen. I want to build like like these multi-channel networks kind of thing and like start like an organization, but I want to make sure that the people that we sign and empower are are fully empowered, that we don't like end up ripping them off with like, we own your content, we own your ad revenue. Like I want to give people That's an opportunity. That's old school, bro. I know. That I, makes no sense. Yeah. Think about this. There are a lot of companies that say, we're going to sign you. And you'll start a new YouTube channel and we'll pay you, but we keep the YouTube channel. And I'm like, why? What happens when the contract is up? Are you going to produce content? Let's, let's say someone signs you, Ian, and they're like, you'll make a YouTube channel, but we own the YouTube channel. A year later, the channel's dead. It's making like pennies a month, worthless, and you don't produce anymore. 
What are they going to do? Are they, is some like executive going to be like, I'm John for the Ian channel? They tried doing it. Discovery tried doing this. I think it was now this. Was it now this? That sounds right. They bought Discovery yeah. or something. And then, or something happened, and then they changed. It was like one of the Discovery channels turned into a Now This channel. Everyone was like, we don't want this. We didn't subscribe to this. You can't turn Netflix into Amazon and then expect everyone to just be like, okay. So, the, so it's dumb now the way the traditional media works saying, make a social media channel and we own it. Great. So in two years, you'll have a dead property. That's stupid. Let the person keep it as part of the incentive package. Definitely. I don't want to own it. They're your followers. I'm not going to take your Twitter from you. But you know that these big cable channels do this? When you get hired, they make you create a new Twitter they own. It's crazy. Yep. It's like the second POTUS Twitter. The second POTUS? Yeah, like the pr- the president has his old Twitter, and then he gets his new president Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. He has yep. two. And then they have to transfer it over. It makes sense to have in your contract, like, you'll make the channel... And for the duration of our contract, we get the revenue from it and we control it as if we did own it. Upon your contract ending, then well, you know, a lot we'll of times, I the guess transfer. they change. They keep the show going without you. That's the other thing they reserve. The well, but I mean, like a lot of these deals that are happening now with YouTube are like, we're going to sign you to do a new YouTube show that you host because people really like you. And then we keep the channel. And I'm like, OK, then keep the dead IP after I leave. It makes no sense. The deal should be. Yeah, but then they make, they go, uh, Tim Cast in uh, IRL hosted by DJ Qualls. <laughs> DJ Qualls? Yeah. Wow, what a throwback <laughs> to that guy. Where did that come from? <laughs> I just thought it would be a good replacement. Yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I-, I was telling Tim that. Dude, I'd be stoked to have him on the show. Uh, That'd be awesome. I want to do like build a network like that where where you empower the user to own their own content and to like see them flourish. But you just kind of create like a seed organization. That's like an MCN a little. Yeah, bit, but, but like inverted where you don't you're not in it to rip these guys off. You really want to see them get because that's how you attract the best. I'm people sure anyway. if you ask them there uh, wouldn't say, what, oh, yeah, we're in this to rip these guys off. <laughs> right. They all start like that. Well, I was involved with Maker Studios in the early days. Yeah, and the I, big one. Yeah, I watched a lot of the the contracts go awry. Like Philip DeFranco was part of it in the very beginning, and they wanted all his revenue. And he was like, "Why am I realized pretty? He was the first one to realize like, why am I, am I doing? doing all this work and paying all this revenue yeah. to Maker when I could just be keeping it all myself? Peace, right. guys." So I took yep. that as like, I learned my lesson. I've had from a lot that. of conversations with these YouTube people, and and you're kind of like, I go, I don't listen. I'm like a loopy guy, but I don't think I'm stupid. And then I like have these conversations and they sell me the whole pitch and I go, okay, I just listened to you talk for like 20 minutes and I like, honest to God, have no idea what you're, what you <laughs> do. What do you guys do? I go, right, what well, do these companies do? I have They're a- like, no, and we have take your channel and there's like tips and tricks and we have, we maximize this and maximize. And you go, what are you talking about? What do you do? I have a, I have a big announcement to make, ladies and gentlemen. We are, we are here today with Ryan Long on the spot. I'm going to make him an offer right now to, to join the new network. Now, here's the deal. We're going to make a new channel, and we're going to call it Ryan Long Comedy 2. We own it. We get all the money. Uh-huh. Didn't you just tell me this is and- the worst idea? <laughs> no idiot would take this? That's the joke. And yeah. You, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they we keep Ian, it. You can't have it. Ian started talking but about But you'll work it. 80 I will play Ryan. Making all the money, and then Tim's like, and, and we're, all, and, I didn't forget about this, making all the money for yeah, And we're yeah. replacing you with Ian. Yes. Oh, when, yeah, yeah. We're recasting Ryan up. Long. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just straight up doing it. Mm-hmm. We're buying you and then recasting you with Ian. Buying the IP. Yeah, I'm in. Perfect. Ryan Long comedy, too. It's a win-win, yeah. loose. <laughs> Starring Ian Crossland. It's number two, and it's a, you know, there's like a little poop emoji because it's <laughs> double on tons. Perfect. All right. Let's, uh, let's go to, let's, 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 let's take some of these super chats from a lot of people who are, uh, having some, some questions and stuff, talking about Static Shock and all that. If you haven't already, go to TimCast.com, sign up to become a member because 
If you've been listening to this episode thus far, I can only imagine that the exclusive members only content is going to get us in serious trouble because <laughs> Ryan really, really just is poking the bear as much That's as possible. The, you're giving me the funniest intro where you're like, this guy is going to be no holds barred. <laughs> he's and so then, as soon as we holds. finish, you're going to be like, okay, do your edgy thing. <laughs> and and he's, he's going to like put on a suit and tie. Before so uh, <laughs> Ryan, when six million people died in the Holocaust. No, 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 we're not being that edgy. Not that edgy. Although apparently you don't need to watch the exclusive episode now because he's already saying these things no let's read super chats before before ryan gets banned from the internet awesome all right all right uh smash that like button and again timcast.com don't forget to subscribe and share and all that good stuff america float says people watching this content night after night may also enjoy america floats channel and the af's deep and sidecar channel thank you tim for watching what you say and keeping your channel afloat very cool that's the best way to get a free ad spot on this channel. That's not bad, eh? That's Ten easy, bucks? Right? Yeah, yeah, better than 60 bucks. grand. That's right. That's, that's well right. written. I like that. Christina H. says, have Caitlin Bennett on the show. Does she get mad that they call her gun girl? I don't think so. They call her the gun girl. Joe Kush says, please invite Agent Smith from China Uncensored. Are we going to We're invite? We're having China. Shh. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a lot to say. It's not a secret anymore. Yeah, well. Trent Lamolino says, dude, I always push my friend about wanting a Static Shock and, and Zoid's live action show movie. It's, it's a bummer they're changing Static Shock to be some stupid Black Lives Matter Static protest thing because the original story was legit. That's too bad. Whatever. I guess kids, you know, they're, they're probably, it's like some 13 year old, like, that stupid old man thinks Static Shock is dumb. What a loser. He's so dumb. Yeah. But there is also that thing of, and it always goes back there, but it's like, can't you just make new things? Like, if Hollywood wasn't so friggin' lazy, they're like, if you want to make a Black Lives Matter superhero, make a Black Lives Matter yeah, superhero. Yeah. Do you I have to just, like, take everything and Steel, remake it differently? Yeah. <laughs> like, just start from scratch and write a movie. Are you not Hollywood? Preach. All right, let's see what we got here. What's, uh, oh, someone's talking about Ryan. <gasps> Sub-Zero Beef says, Ryan Long equals pro breakdancer. Lace the loop. Is that true? <laughs> I went on uh, Luis Gomez's podcast in New York. And we were having a competition. He said that I couldn't do Lace the Loop, if you know what that is. is no. when you hold your one leg and then jump over the other leg. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I did it and fell over and smashed their TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I, I still did it, though. Physical comedy. All right. What Broke says, Tim, I never super chat, but I'm begging you to look into getting JP Sears onto the show. YouTube channel Awaken with JP. Dude has arguably some of the boldest political commentator on YouTube. Yeah, but he's also a really, really big channel. The, the one thing people need to understand about uh, getting other people who host shows is that they're like, I'd love to come on your show, but I host my own show. I don't have time. Or why would I? You know what I mean? What the hell is that supposed to mean? Mm -hmm. it means he looked at you yeah, right, right when he said it. I, you know, we can't get people that are like big, for like, example. high quality. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, how, how often do you put out content? Uh, I mean, he does kind of a, JP does a sort of a similar thing to me, but I think he's very funny. And it's, 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 it's like what I'm trying to say is for people, I'm, I'm not saying this about JP in terms of He does of put out a show. lot of content though. There's like, you know, people like Kyle Kalinsky, for instance, it would be really hard to book because he does a daily show. When's he going to take time off yeah. his show to come do my show? That makes but no sense. That's not what JP Sears does. No, I know, I know. That's why I'm saying I wasn't referring to him specifically about, you know, that kind of stuff. Did you just take my water? Oh, maybe. Oh, here's mine. Oh, jeez. You legit just took <laughs> my water <laughs> bottle. Oh, we're no. stealing water from each other. Oh, yes. crap. Oh, we're I'm, sharing cooties I'm here. growing a beanie. <laughs> <laughs> That's beanie, how you know. Beanie-itis. But you are right. It's for people that do a daily show. It is very difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's almost impossible. All right, we got Nyasha Mizu says, keep up the good work. Would you be able to get Tom McDonald on your show? Um, yes, as soon as he's available. I suppose. Fellow Canadian. That's right. Oh. We're Dude, surrounded. we can't, we can't have, there's like 50 Canadians 
who I, I reached out on. to. And I'm like, would you like to come on the show? And they're all like, oh, that'd be amazing. When? And I'm like, as soon as you're available. And they're like, we're locked in Canada. Oh, that'd be great. And I'm like, oh. They can't come. Are they ever? Are they ever locked in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. So you got family up there right now? They are in certain places. So if you're in like Ottawa, they have a curfew and, and they actually give people tickets for it. So there's people, there's all these stories of, you know, a woman that she's dropping her kid. I mean, they sound like freak cases, but they're. Uh, lots of them, and I know people that have had this. She's dropping her kids off at her mom's house, and she stayed there. And then the neighbors called the cops because there's five people there, and then they get a thousand dollar ticket. And people were just out. <laughs> it's it's honestly so comical. Wow. I'm just like, yeah, country. You guys are Jeez. out of control over there. But you know, I'm sure that some people that live some places are like, that's fine here, and whatever. I'm not even obeying it, and blah blah blah. But not there. Huh? There are a lot of people in hotels. So if you want to go back, this is the. The funniest one. And Australia has this too. So Australia is even funnier. So they basically lock you in a hotel and you really can't leave. And my buddy, Evan Demeray, who's a comic from Canada, he was locked in the hotel because he's in Australia right now. And while he was there, one of the girls that was there was like, screw this. She's like a party girl. And she tried to escape. And then people filmed her trying to wow. escape. So they got it on video. News covered it. Cops came. They found the girl, brought her back. And then they had a guard outside of the girl's wow. door. She to make to jail she, or something? Yeah, yeah. She was trying to go to wow. escape to go party, right? Wow. Uh, no, well, they bring her back. She was already in jail. And they bring her back to her current jail. And no, she can like, only come out for her peanut butter sandwich. They charge people with crimes for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like sure the extent of what happened with this girl. Um, but in Canada, they started essentially being like, okay, you have to stay at this hotel and also you have to pay for the hotel. Yeah. So it's, yep. yeah, that's it's a couple grand. Well, yeah. So I'm just not going back. I yeah. mean, which is fine, whatever. But all right. We got, uh, Greg Bohan. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. He says, you want to talk about DC and social justice infestation? You should get a hold of Ethan Van Skyver on comic, of comic artist pro secrets on YouTube. His peers run him out of DC Comics and canceled him because he was a out Republican. Interesting. A gay Republican. <laughs> uh, apparently. Matt M says, Ryan, stoked to see your show next week in Orlando. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I'm doing Orlando and Tampa next uh, next month. And again, chosen. buy tickets because RyanLongComedy.com for tickets because all of the shows have been selling out and they've been super fun. It's been cool. Look at this guy. Famous. Coming out. It's been cool, dude, to yeah. have everyone come out because... We haven't, I haven't toured America since I moved here. And then yeah. we're like, I think we could, there's enough places open. So we started doing it and it's been, I was like, oh man, this is way better. So with, than with your comedy, you're basically hosting like mini clan rallies. Is that what it is? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Mini Tim? Come on, I'm, not, I'm not offended by the clan rally part. I'm offended by that you think my shows don't have a lot of people at them. <laughs> All right, all right, we got a... Uh, no, th uh, that's the funny part that even just touring, one thing I'll say that's kind of funny is that anyone that kind of you know, that people get mad at online. They think that, and you go to the shows and it's like people of all races, like, you know, some Nobody frat cares. dudes, a group of girls. It's just everyone. Right. And the funniest part that I feel like people get wrong about everything is whenever you're talking about like race and stuff. I mean, other people have said this, but going back on the road made me realize it so much. People can't wait for you to talk about their group. Like if I'm doing, there was like a table of like Hasidic Jewish dudes when we were at the other table and I started doing Jew stuff. They're like, they're die. They're like, do us. And then there was like this Indian dudes and they're kind of like, do us. <laughs> if you, amazing. yeah, like especially people that do all race stuff, like Russell Peters, like the people go for, like if you're doing Japanese, the like Koreans are like, yeah, but, but, like, but do they think they love you like you, nailing their thing. Did you see the Dr. Seuss thing that happened? They like canceled Dr. Seuss books. Yeah. I started that. <laughs> oh, good yeah. To I know. started the hash. All right. So, <laughs> so one of the things I got canceled was it said the China man who eats with stick, eats with stick or whatever and it's just a cartoon guy wearing traditional chinese clothing 
and he's running and he's got a bowl of rice and they, they banned the book. They, they, they stopped publishing the book because of that. And I'm like, how is that offensive? I don't understand. It's literally just someone who drew a picture of a Chinese guy you know, eating rice. Yeah. I'm offended. I guess China man was offensive. Oh, no, you're I supposed to say China person. Yeah. China person. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. I don't know. Uh, look, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not allowed to be offended by anything ever because I'm not completely Asian and not completely white. So the left just tells me to shut up and like get into the corner. You're and like that, uh, commer- that new TV show that the clip went viral for. Which one was it? <laughs> you didn't see that? No. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. The Netflix show where she's like, you're closer to white than I'll ever oh be. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, but what, I'm, I'm not offended at all by these, by these things. And but like, based on what you were saying, the same I way would, if you if you go to a show and you play an instrument like you play guitar and they're making fun of the drummers you're kind of like okay do guitars like it, right, people right, want right. you to do their thing I want to be involved make fun of me yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? and especially people, if you know what you're talking about like you go something you go that's freaking my mom like people yeah, like yeah, it yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? my aunt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. all right <laughs> I'm not reading this one comment but basically a woman says you get her very excited to put it simply. <laughs> Oh, actually, I think Tickets, it's a guy. Ryan Long comedy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he saw you're in. <laughs> the Cucumber Show says, hey, Tim, I emailed Timcast recently about my animated series spoofing the Apple store called Cucumber coming to Kickstarter April 1st. Cucumber has risen dot com has story info and the trailer, as does our YouTube channel. Thanks. Hello, Lydia and Ian. Sounds cute. Hello. Yeah, it's uh, the Green Lanterns porn is called oh, Cucumber. No, cucumber. <laughs> Bo Jess says that Static Shock reboot sounds like Bible Man level yes. writing. Yeah. Mainstream entertainment has basically devolved into early 2000s Christian media That's quality. What Tim was That's saying. what I'm yeah. saying, man. Yes. You've been saying it's like a religion. I mean, yeah. just another example. Like, th- listen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, should we make? Uh, should, should I should I tell people what's going on with our pillow? Maybe. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've talked a bit about it. And the, the, so Ryan is going to be helping me. Yeah. Basically. I said, I'll take your project to the top kid. To the top kid. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, basically what happened was I was leaving, uh, I was hanging out in the stands at a venue as Ryan was leaving and he saw me and he went, Hey kid. And he threw a, bur- <laughs> he threw a burlap sack to me and I caught it. And then, you know, and then I got the idea. No. So, uh, it's a good ad. Ryan's going to be <laughs> the, the idea for the hour pillow. And this was basically what you said was it's the most brutal pillow ever. But it has the right ideology, so you have to buy it. That's basically what they're saying about Static Shock and this woke media. The content is garbage, but it's the right ideology, so you have to watch it. It's Clapter. Yes, you know exactly. You ever see? Ever see like Clapter? Yeah. Where you get I, like, uh, no, but I have at my show the Clapter. So come, the Clapter. Ra- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the no. Clap. Yes, I got it. Oh, sure. I get it. I, Guys, sure. it's getting late. <laughs> well, so the pillow. Yes, we're speaking we're, of getting late. Segway. Yes, we're segway, doing we're, we're doing our pillow, and this is the first time Ryan's actually got too late on it. How would you rate yeah, our so, pillow yeah, on a scale of one to ten? Are you showing it right now? Oh, no, you don't want to unveil. I can, it. You can go grab yeah. it if you want. Do you want to unveil it? We, we have, we've already shown it before. Oh, oh yeah, it's then, been seen. Oh, it's been whatever. Seen. So, so you got to you got to <laughs> yeah, lay on. So you've got the new pillow. Uh, how would you rate it on a scale of one to ten? I liked it. I mean, for me, it wouldn't be for me, but like my girl, I obviously give, I, I have a separate blanket and then she's in a burlap sack. So that could be a good, Perfect. that makes sense. Oh, yeah. That yeah. could, that on, could on be the, a good addition. On the edge of the bed or the floor? Uh, she would be on the floor. Yeah. Okay. Right outside the door <laughs> oh kind of thing. You're a <laughs> well, that's why I keep her water Don't and food and stuff <laughs> oh like that. So <laughs> where else am I? What? She's going to be not when she gets thirsty. <laughs> Don't you think it's a little wasteful to give the glorious communist pillow to somebody? That's a little high yeah. class. Yeah. yeah, it's got to yeah. be for you, huh? 
<laughs> yeah, expensive. it's going to be for me. You're right. So they're going to be performatively expensive. <laughs> you're yeah, right. And, she uh, should not get a pillow. That's true. Yes. Yeah, there no. you go. Why would you waste it? No, yeah. she. what she'll do is... Um, Girls should all sleep in a woman's Hillary Clinton suit jacket with the <laughs> hanger still in it, hanged up on the rack. That sounds comfortable. With them in it, yeah. I could do that. Could do do you it. write this stuff down just to use for like later sketches? You think I should have a sketch? Yeah. No, I gotta come to your show. And that's watch the sketch. Just... Like every how every woman sleeps. How every woman should sleep. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean that one specifically, but you know. All right, let's read some more of these things. We gotta read. We, we'll read more. Mitch Stu says, "Tim, I am going to resend you my resume and post it in your subreddit within 24 hours to show my interest in joining your team. I share your vision and would love to simply share my ideas. Also, I love you, Ryan. You are the future of comedy." Thank you very much. But notice he didn't call you the present of comedy. See, that was actually a secret <laughs> burn. I have a video called The Future of Comedy, so I'm wondering if that's yeah, a, that a, yeah. a reference. Pando56 says, Ryan, need a sketch about Jessica Yaniv where she runs out of money and needs to start suing. She targets. She, she's kind of uh, out of the news right now. I feel like her moment's kind of done. Yeah. Tim Dillon did a really funny one about the... The, the, the salons uh, and stuff? No, the new... The health minister, or whatever. Yes, oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. It's Jessica a, you know, So uh, this is not the you know the craziest thing, but so I have a studio in Toronto, which I still have, but um, I'm getting rid of it soon. Oh, Uncle Pennybags here, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing, for, dude. I'm I'm just I my uh I'm I got a pretty leaky operation going on here. Yeah, yeah. My, I got a burlap sink uh, holding my money right now. Yeah. There is leakage. <laughs> Yeah, I do not need a studio in Toronto that I can't go to, but I'm subletting some of these things up. But so me and Danny were reading about the Jessica Yaniv thing or whatever. And while we were talking about the story in our office, like Danny's a guy I do the sketches with, we were like, this is crazy or whatever. And then at the same time, we're like, it's crazy that there's all this news stuff happening outside of our office, blah, blah. And at the same time, and we never realized it, but while we were reading the story, it was happening because it's across the street from my office, the spa where she went to try no. to get the, the ball waxing. Wow. It was across wow. the street from my office. So every day for three days, there was, you know, TM, Canadian TMZ there being like, what were the balls like? You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. Oh but just trying to get the scoop. Ugh, so, yeah. yeah, that's pretty crazy, right? That that's, 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 uh, it's across the street from it's, my it's office, the place. Seren- serendipitous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, yes. you have to. Right. And more so, we were like, that is pretty nice to know that there's a ball wax in place <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, that's true. in yeah. the area. Yeah. Silver lining. United We Stand says, is it me or does Luke sound weird tonight? His voice <laughs> seems higher and really loud, too. Yeah, yeah. Really loud. Wow. Luke, Luke changed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Coco Du says, been in the military for 13 plus years. Left ideology over the last decade has infected current leadership to massive degrees. I can't remember a time when color, gender, and race didn't really matter. Now it's the only thing that matters. Secession may be the only option. It's a scary prospect, man. It's a very scary prospect. Watching the TV show Secession is the only option. Forgetting about all your problems and just watching Kieran Culkin do his art. All right, let's see. Darth Sarkis says, oh my, one chance to super chat. Okay, one. At least two anime discussions and no attack on Titan. (laughs) To, well, of course. It's a, I, I've watched only a little bit of Attack on Titan. I'm not, good. you know, you like it? You watch I it? like the, the art. Yeah, Bizarre. I like I like Attack on Hill better. Have you seen that meme? No. Someone made it. You know what Attack on Titan is? No. It's an anime where there's so like giant weird. monsters that eat people, I guess. No. And like so someone made a humanoids. meme. I was having sex. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> someone, somebody made a meme where the Titans are Hank, are King of the Hill characters. 
<laughs> and the 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 like the the heroes are like they have like these things on their on their waist that like shoot cords to like project like propel right. themselves. Nice. And it's it's Hank Hill, and he's holding spatulas. <laughs> and it's Attack on Hill, and the Titan is Bill Dotrieve. It's really good. He says, uh, Tim, if I send you this gift, will you pronounce Jif like normal people do? Three Nazis <laughs> only have those symbols because we let them. That's true. Um, the creator of the Jif said it was pronounced Jif. So. I don't, I've I don't, had I don't, this conversation before. I'd be down to bring it back. So many times. Is it GIF or GIF? Fight it out. Biff, I believe it was. The, the G is pronounced before. B. Yeah. That Geif. makes more sense. Geif. It's yeah, Geif. Geif. But it is, though. Long I mean, I. that argument, uh, let's say that you're right, that the the creator said that. Things do kind of change. It's the And the new one that everyone says, it's the guy that says potato, and you go... And you go, okay. oh, and you go. Whatever. It's actually originally pronounced like that. And you go, get the hell out of here! Like, mm, yeah, well, it's not much. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Miller says, Ryan, you should do a follow up to the voting wrong turned me white, mm. where the guy sees the Coca Cola ad, drinks the Coke, and it fades to black, and you hear him say, "I'm back, baby." <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. Do you see? You see George Alexopoulos's uh, comic he made about the Coca Cola thing. Yeah. Oh, the, wait. The, no, I didn't. Sorry. I, I seen the Coca-Cola thing. So George Alexopoulos, who does this, these paintings we have. Okay. G Prime 85 on social media. It's a white woman renouncing whiteness and being baptized in Coke. And then she comes up and <laughs> she she's comes. covered in Coke. So her skin is <laughs> yeah. like darker. Oh, George. Yep. Love yep. <laughs> yeah. Coca-Cola. Dylan, Dylan Basterash says, how dare you sully the name of Bible man? How did Easy. he get his powers from the Bible? I don't know. Lanius Shrike says, if you think religious kids shows suck, you've probably never seen Five-ish. What is that? Is I've it, not heard of that. Is that good? Yeah, must be. No, I've never seen that. Mm. I've seen 69-ish. Guys. Oh, oh this guy. It's way too late. For the, that's for the <laughs> private. Spicy, spicy. <laughs> is there any good... Like I think they're, they've made some the good uh, Christ ones. Oh, Passion of the Christ is a pretty good movie. That's not like, a You show. can make movies with a point <laughs> yes. without you know slamming it with propaganda. It's just you need to be... Be- you need to care more about like the making the good things first, and then your ideology is going to be in there anyway because right. you have it. All right, let's see. Recto says, "Did you guys buy? Did you guys buy the name. dip in crypto? Five digit BTC? What a gift!" Ian said, fifty words on this episode silenced by Big Tim." LMAO. What if Ian just randomly screamed in the mic in the middle of an episode, and then, <laughs> and then two hours of death glare? Okay, I'll do that. No. I mean, me and Tim it. are both pretty talky. That's a yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's All right, let's see. I did not buy the dip on crypto. However, I have some crypto proxies. And my boy, Danny Polischuk, who has a, a podcast that he talks about this stuff, he's been buying cr- and selling crypto uh, trading cards, which is hilarious to me. So it's essentially crypto cards, oh, yeah. but they don't exist, uh-huh, <laughs> except for on right? the blockchain. There's oh, yeah. no physical copy. I've heard about he, that. He's into all sorts of that stuff. Yeah, the, the NFT stuff, the non-fungible yeah. tokens. Alex Grindelin says, Tim, when you lived in Fremont, did you ever go to the improv comedy club there, club there, comedy sports? Maybe when you lived in Seattle, it was over in Ballard. I did not. I did go to a record store every so often and, and talk to some of the people there. That was a long time ago. So I'm not like, I'm going to, it's like 14 years ago. So I don't know where it was. Uh, the Miami improv, did they say? The no, improv? it was like over in uh, Fremont, Fremont, Chicago, yeah. uh, well, uh, Seattle. Oh yeah. 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 Let's see. Trip Sucks says they've ruined my favorite superhero. Ryan, never change. Tim, many ribble, li- many liberals just like me watch this show. Your listeners are not only on the right. Oh, that I know. The I, I suppose we, we did it. We did a poll and found I think the biggest group of people who watched my regular YouTube content was libertarian. Mm-hmm. 
And then it was like moderate conservative, followed by liberal. And then it was followed by, I can't remember, we talked about it quite a bit, but there actually were social justice warrior, like far leftists, like two or 3% of the people polled said they watch my show. Yeah. And that's where they were. And that's why, like, I, I mentioned this sometimes. I went to Portland and I actually had some Antifa people, like, fist bump me and say, don't, don't let anybody know. Like, it's <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's, the world's way more unified than it seems. Uh oh. Did it jump? It jumped. Ah. But I said, uh oh, because someone said, ba- uh, Bobby Bob says Tim's parking lot will never be the same without its hobo. It's true. Aww. I'm sad every time I see Uncle it. Uncle Eddie. Uncle it's, Eddie. It's cousin Eddie, yeah, from. Uh... So, yeah, Luke, Luke's on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it may be permanent because that dude's basically a vagabond. Mm-hmm. That's the right <laughs> word, right? Yeah. Yeah, like he just travels around. Trapeses around. He yeah. lives yeah. where he goes. Bum. Goes where he lives. Ski-bum. Except he's got like a big truck and a mobile and like a, and like a, a, an RV. It's so like it's actually homeless. pretty nice. Oh, yeah. It's fancy traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's yeah. super awesome. It's, a, it's like a champagne socialist traveling. Where pretty you, much. Yeah. Yep. Clamping. Yep. Champagne vagabonding. Yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> What's the book? Yeah, he's, he's got Jack Kerouac, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, the fancy hard copy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mara's Exalted says, hey, crew, been watching every night after work. Big fan of the show. Lids is an underrated source of info. Oh, I'm you. a Canadian music artist and would love to help out any music endeavors. Also have a song called Smollett that rap fans may enjoy. Interesting. Oh. Uh, you know, I have a million and one songs. If I was to actually write down every song I've ever written, it's probably a viable completed song. Several hundred. There's probably thousands of some type of song with like melodic, but not like written out. But we are working on a new one, which will probably never get done because all the songs we were originally working on, because we did Will of the People, well, we just bounce around too much. I think we'll get this one done, though. Punk rock for Biden. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it is, you know, uh, it's it's a it's we, we, we want it to be it's it's double punk because normally punk is supposed to be like anti-establishment, right? Yeah. And so we're anti the anti-establishment. So it's like inadvertently pro-Biden because we don't want to conform to the non-conformists who don't want to conform <laughs> yeah. to Biden. So it's it's unironically pro-Biden actually as a statement against... That's what they call sub-punk. Sub-punk? Um, yeah. Are you a drummer? Yeah. Yeah, we should jam next time you're in town. We just got a kit. I think okay, it's on the way cool. right now. It's half here. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be loud. Half's Wait, you I play need, drums? Bro. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did so, last time. Uh, and uh, James O'Keefe, what does he play? He sings. He sings, yeah. and Jack Posobiec plays bass. Yeah, oh. and we'll get Ryan he Long on like, drums. I think we talked about that. I, I did Jack's thing, and he was telling me that. Yeah, he's a and bass we'll player. and we'll make a super group, and we'll call it the Far Right. Perfect. Oh, yeah. That's I name. identify politically as a comedian. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the, Thank you the, very much, Ryan. Ryan, keep Long your labels off of me. That's what I say to girls, right. and that's what I say to you politics people. There you go. Fair. All right. Let's see. George D. says, Tim, with Australia, you have to separate what's going on. In Melbourne, under Dictator Dan and the rest of Australia, apart from Melbourne, we are living life back to normal. No curfew, no masks, and everything else. Oh, is that the one I said? Okay. But you have to understand, too, when they say outside of Melbourne, everybody knows that you have Melbourne, and then you have the outback. That's right. it. That's all Australia is. <laughs> so it's it, you live in a city, or you ride kangaroo. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> That's how it works. There was a, uh, I'm kidding, by the way, but there was a really <laughs> funny podcast, I guess, uh, Rose Byrne who is an, uh, she's an Australian actress. And it was really funny because, so we had Sydney Watson on the show. Do you know who Sydney Watson is? No. She's Australian. And we did like a whole bonus segment where we just asked her about kangaroo. <laughs> and awesome. like, thrilled her about kangaroo. And she was, <laughs> and she was answering it. But then the this, this segment Rose Byrne did on this other podcast, she was like, I grew up in a city. 
I've I've I have no idea what it's like in the middle of nowhere with these animals. Stop That's asking funny. me. If you ask me, I will snap. If you ask me about a kangaroo, and I saw that, I started laughing because we literally were like, Sydney, tell us about kangaroos. Kangaroo. Yeah, tell us about didgeridoo. I all right, fine. I have three. Didgeridoo. Like, could you imagine if an Australian person came and said, "Tell us about the bison"? Hey, You'd yeah. be like, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I drove past one one time. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. They have horns, and like right. apparently, you can get them to eat. But if you tell me, like, you know, some of the Canadian stereotypes, Moose. like, I, yeah, you I say a boot. not the animals as much, but, you know, whatever, syrup hockey, or, syrup, yeah. like, I kind of, stereotypes you know, are kind of true. Fresh yeah. maple syrup. <laughs> have exists. Have you yeah. had, have you had fresh maple syrup from the tree? Yeah. Oh, yeah and but like you have cakes and all that stuff. Well, yeah. We have that so, here no. too, though. Not, not like right out of the tree. No, but I guess we do. Not, yeah. yeah. No, I have it right out of the tree. Like that would be like a school trip would be a cliche I, when thing I, like oh. that where you go and snowshoe around with your class or that's some great. crap. But and when, then, when I, yeah, that's that Canadian. We, no, no, I did that in Illinois. We went and like there's maple trees but everywhere. Illinois is basically Canada. Okay. Yeah, yeah, basically. I guess. I'm from Illinois. The Great Lakes separated us. Yeah, I guess when the, when the country peacefully divorces, Illinois and New York are going to join the United States of Canada, and then everyone else. Becomes, <laughs> United Jesus States. Land. That, that's the meme, yeah, you know, yeah. Jesus Land. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see. Eric Wright says, "Curious about everyone's favorite animal and a brief explanation, including Lydia. Keep up the great work, team." Ryan, favorite animal? A uh, woman, I'd say, is mine. Really interesting. <laughs> that's very intelligent favorite answer. animal. That's very edgy. That's it's one of those. <laughs> what if you said human and you're just done with it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, you go first. You come back. Well, I want to talk about. I'm going to say the gorilla. Going. Uh, and if you if you haven't had a chance, <gasps> yeah, look at check that. out this uh, gorilla. There it is. Ian's favorite animal. You can pick this t-shirt up on, uh, I think on timcast.com, shop uh, yeah. slash shop. Not go slash up, shop. No, not, go to timcast.com and click shop. Uh, yeah. I'm a gorilla. It's actually a monkey, but I mean, I don't really, sometimes I wonder monkey, about the difference. Oh, you the like monkey's monkeys. my favorite. I just like the primates, That's you know, the cool intelligence animal. in their eyes. Yeah, pretty cool. Final answer. Pretty sweet. I what guess are you, Tim, a lizard guy? No, I guess I don't really have one, but if I had to pick, I'd say crows. Crows what? are cool. They're super are you serious? Smart. They're in the yeah. top ten smartest animal on the planet. Okay. Crows and rats. They they smart. you can you can speak English to them. You can teach them things. Okay. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And you ever hear the story about the little girl? There are oh, no no a better story. There was a woman who used to go hiking and taking photos, and she would leave food for the crows. One day she dropped her her camera lens cap, and when she came home. It was laying on her her stairs. Oh my god! They brought it back. The for crow her. saw she dropped it, picked it up, and brought it to her house so and left great. it for her. There was they were doing. I research. don't know if you heard about on the set of the crow. Um, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon <laughs> Lee man tragic story. <laughs> well, there. No, no, no. But there was on. another thing that dropped. There was a jeez, dude. <laughs> no, I was just saying one of the grips was a rapper, yeah, so he yeah, dropped yeah. like super. That's fat right. There. That's oh, right. It honestly cool. had nothing to do with uh, there was there were some researchers. I think they were at Syracuse. And they would capture crows to use in research. And they learned that if you ha- if you engage in this, you have to wear a mask because the crows would never forget yeah, that you were the one who wow. captured them and subjected them to experiments. And okay. like, so they would and they would tell their friends and they would like poop on people and like <laughs> harass them. No joke. <laughs> crows are legit smart. There was a guy who invented a crow vending machine. Brilliant. He basically set up this machine where there was a plate. Like an attachment full of covered crow. covered you food, put money in it and get a crow. Well, the crow, <laughs> yeah, the, crow the crow would land on it. They would eat the food, and then crows sweep the ground when there's no food left, and they knocked the coins into the machine, which made more nuts come out. Yeah. Then he put coins on the ground, and so when the co- when the coins were gone, the crows would jump down, grab the coins, flap, and put them in the machine and get nuts. 
Once that was gone, they would fly around the neighborhood looking for loose change. Wow. Bring them back. And he said his like profit, his total profit was going to be in this, like somewhere in like 86 cents. Oh my God. (laughs) But he was effectively, he effectively trained the crows to to find money for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that's amazing stuff. It's better than buying a metal detector. That's awesome. I I love it. It is. (laughs) Uh, so Ryan, what's your favorite animal? Okay. My favorite animal is sloth. Those are cool. Yeah. How about a sloth? Slower. I did a report on those in high <laughs> school. Yeah, you did. Sloths are cool. Their, their defense mechanism is basically just not moving. Yes. And I like that they're kind of the bad boy because everyone trashes them. Like, whoa. What do you mean? Everybody loves You're them. So no, slow. it's like lazy sloths. Yeah, it's a sin. Yeah. <laughs> Two-toed or three-toed? Sl- three or is it three-toed or four-toed? How about... Three. Yeah, three totes long. <laughs> we, we've got... Rivet, rivet, right, hold on. Riveting stuff here. <laughs> we, got a bunch of, we got a bunch of important information. Check it out. 56th Crusader says, Bible man got his powers from his obedience to God. They gave him a Robin-esque sidekick in the second or third episode. Not as good as Angel Wars, in my opinion. Interesting. And Carnacle Blackburn says, Bible man's lightsaber is powered by faith. Huh. I loved him and veg- Veggie Tales growing up. Also, 321 Penguins... Kevin is goat. Bible man is so bad. It's good. I want to watch Bible man. I liked Veggie Tales. I want to watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, I'll definitely watch Bible man. Sure. It's yeah. gonna be like I bet you could take Bible man and the new Black Lives Matter Static Shock and be like, I see similarities in how it's yeah. like all about ideology. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He's like the police were tear gassing me because I was doing the right thing. Now I have power. That'd be cool if he lost his power if he stopped believing in the right. You know, doing yeah. the right thing. I mean, that's probably going to happen. Someone's going to be like, you know what I think is really happening, to be honest? There's probably a bunch of young, woke people, and there's like checked out Gen Xers who are sitting there with their eyes half closed. And then the person's like, I got an idea. He's at, he, 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 Black Lives Matter protesting against his powers. And the boss is just like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> We're going to sell so you know many what the, copies. The trick that they're all, like a lot of these things are missing. And I, I watched, because I see movies that do this kind of stuff and they're fine. And you ever watch a conversation and they like, you're kind of, you have an argument and they're not addressing like the other side. You're like, no, that's not what they think. You know, kind right, of thing. right, right. Where it's the same thing when this, where they treat other people like not humans. Like I watched, there was this one, I can't remember what it was called, but they had a, it was like a, a black dude. He got out of jail and the cops were kind of the enemies and they'd kill the guy. But then they also showed the cop what he looks like as a human. So he went back and basically he felt, he like, you know, felt like an, he didn't know what to do and he kind of was going through and his wife was leaving him and this guy's life sucked. And then they yeah. showed the the third person, which was the friend and his girlfriend. They kind of they humanized were able to humanize the other side. I was yeah. I was very like um and I think that in comedy so many times they write other people right now like they hate them. And you can't write people like you hate them. So yeah. that's why people's Trump's impressions were so bad because it's just oh, I'm a freaking idiot. Yeah, and it's like right. it, it, Yeah, like Family Guys Trump episode. It was just they made him tiny hands with a bright orange face, and it was like, dude, on the nose. Just a man. little uh, much of a character, but yeah. that's not really, you know, there's funny parts about everyone, but you need to, like, contain the humanity, and I think it's, pr- when you're well, providing the opposite side, same as providing the opposite perspective, it's like, every, even in most superheroes, it's like, their villain's not just all bad, like, something got him there, and you sort of see their side. That's how I feel about Hitler. I can tell but, you more about it in the bonus segment. Whoa! Don't get into your theories. So understand the villain. All right. With with these stories, I think about a lot when we're when I'm like writing music. You can't just tell the audience what's happening. You have to like allow their imagination to guide them to some capacity. You can't write a song where you're just literally so so I wrote Will of the People and it's telling a story, 
But a lot of it you can't see unless you watch the video. And so, you know, like I'm talking to Nish today because we're writing the song. And she was like, there's a lot of information to convey in this that we can't get in lyrics. And I was like, that's like kind of the point. If you that's just- sort of the new school where it's people kind of like, look, if you look at Lonely Island, they were writing songs knowing that the video was going to be part of the right. gags. And I think that a lot of people are doing that musically right now where they're sort of picturing the video to convey something else while they're writing it. The song will be good, but with the video, you really understand Even it. That's better. true for Will of the People. Like you don't yeah. want the, them to be like, that guy, that villain is so evil. You just want the audience to see the villain's behavior and think, wow, that's very... You want the audience to think it, to realize it on their I own. Mean, I mean, you know... It's you just guys like multi-tier saying what you but said Hold on, again, you, know, you know what's crazy to me? I guess this is a relatively new thing in comics. I shouldn't say relatively new. It's been some time. But like uh, the origin of Mr. Freeze in the, in the Batman animated series. Do you guys know this? No. They won an Emmy. I think it was the first cartoon to ever win an Emmy. I think it was an Emmy. I'm not sure. But uh, Mr. Freeze, originally comic book villains were like one dimensional. I'm going to take over the world because I'm yeah. evil. <laughs> Mr. Freeze was his wife was terminally ill. And he was misappropriating corporate funds to do research to try and cure her disease. And when the boss found out, he was like, how dare you shut it down? And then the, then while they were fighting, he was like, no, I won't let you kill my wife. And he grabs a gun. And then the security guy throws him down. And then the cryogenic chemicals blast him. And then he gets turned into Mr. Freeze. And his whole motivation is he's trying to save his wife's life. And it's all about his own personal selfishness. So it was like a, it's, it was an interesting backstory for a villain. Like Magneto also was kind of oh, like, yeah, and, dude. and Doctor Doom, I think. But also. Magneto later on, I don't think I think originally Magneto was really, really one dimensional, and then it was later artists who really made this amazing like X Men's genius stuff, and it's social justice stuff. This is the crazy thing, you know, X Men is social justice. Magneto was in a Polish constant. He was in a concentration camp in Poland, and they were in, in some some of the artist uh, comic book writings of X Men is that Magneto was like Malcolm X, and Professor X is like Doctor King, where Professor X is very much like through peace and reform we will bring about unity. Yeah, and that's Magneto a, a is trope in a million things. It's you know the peace definitely. and reform versus the you know the I mean the Black Panther was kind of the, right. Yeah. So it used to be the villains were just like I'm evil. Ah! And then later on, they started developing villains to actually have legitimate motivations. And that then we now understood. they are taking away. Now they're devolving where the protagonists are just one dimensional. No, no, but it's not even that. The, the police in the static shock thing, it's like, get out of here or we're going to tear gas you for no reason. Pew, pew. Like, wait, what? I, what? Come on. Like, what's that show, Homeland? Homelander? Is that what it's called? Where it's like, the boys. The boys. I think they took it too far because those are like overtly villainous heroes. That but show is pretty good, though. I like yeah, heroes fun. that are corrupt or have a have a weakness or like a, you know, you need that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not a real. Yeah, well, that believable... one was little, it went into like the campy world a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it got way out there. Yeah. But there is something cool about the flawed superhero that is a human. Yeah. All right, we're going to do one more super chat. It is, what is this? Goo Bazooka. Pangolins are the coolest animals. They're very cool. That's right. Oh, wait, wait. I'm sorry. There's one more. Scott Gosnell says, I live in Oklahoma. When someone asks me about buffaloes, I just say that their wings taste like chicken. Ah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, wings. thank you so much for hanging out. Make sure you uh, come back. We're, we're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Go to TimCast.com because in about an hour, we should have the members exclusive segments will be up then. And you can follow me on all social media at TimCast. My other YouTube channels are YouTube.com slash TimCast and YouTube.com slash TimCast News. If you really like this show, 
consider sharing it because I had a really funny, I had a funny, uh, conver- uh, I was having a conversation today and the guy said, people find out about podcasts from people who listen to podcasts. So it's like the only real way we make the show bigger and better and, and, and grow is if the people who watch it tell other people to watch it. So if you like it, by all means, sharing is the best thing you can do, but uh, subscribe and smash that like button. You want to mention anything, Ryan, before we dip out to exclusive members only stuff? Also, while you're sharing the podcast, you're already there. You've got your finger on the dial. Ryan Long Comedy on YouTube, patreon.com slash the boys cast, which is also my podcast, the boys cast. Lots of dates coming up soon. And um, the main ones, everything's at Ryan Long Comedy, including my website. But we're going to be for anyone that's watching right now, we're going to. Um, uh, Florida and we're doing Tampa and Orlando in March. Right on. Great. You can also follow my, uh, my network at iancrossland.net where you can purchase some, uh, paraphernalia. Yeah, free the code. <laughs> free the code, baby. Yeah. As well as a uh, donate if you'd like to support the cause and the movement of me. Uh, but yeah, have some fun. The bowel movement. It's so great to have cup. you here, brother. <laughs> um, thanks you guys. And then there's me in the corner. I'm Sour Patch Lids on Twitter and Minds. And then I'm Real Sour Patch Lids on Gab and Instagram. We will see you all over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out. Bye, guys.